the college experience, 2019, 2020 college basketball preview edition on the sports gambling podcast network is presented by MyBookie.ag. right now to honor football. My bookies offering up to a thousand dollars in free bets using the promo code SGP. That's right. A thousand dollars in bonus bets on your first deposit. When you use the promo code SGP, you play, you win, you get paid over at mybookie.ag. We're also brought to you by manscaped manscaped is number one in men's below the belt grooming, get 20% off and free shipping with the code SGP at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code SGP. We're also brought to you by ACE per head. ACE is the leader in pay per head providers. And they make it super easy to start your own sports book. Plus ACE is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com backslash SGP. That's aceperhead.com backslash SGP. Yes, yes. Woo! <laughs> Welcome. Welcome to the college experience. My name is Colby. Happy ass Dant, the AKA the Dantabase. <laughs> it's a big episode here. It's a very big episode for me. I'm feeling delighted. Energy's up. Energy is fucking up, and you'll find out why in a second. But first, let me introduce my co-host, the Titan of Tecmo, the uh, round mound of fucking rebound, the biggest pile of shit on this side of the Mississippi, the man with the stretchiest balls. <laughs> Give it up for. The burrito eating, sideline kiss stealing, wheeling and dealing. Former, former James Madison defensive back, current douchebag. Give it up for Patty C and the place to be. Hi ho 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 ho! Victory, victory! That's our cry. Guess what's going on, guys? You're, this is a bonus edition college experience episode. What? You didn't think we were going to sit down and preview the magnificent, the amazing, the greatest postseason in all of sports? And I'm talking about college basketball 2019 slash 2020 season preview. I fucking love this time of year, Patty C. You got the college football going. You got the, well, I don't really love the NBA, especially after they, they, they cowered it up to China. I'm not going to lie. I mean that very disappointing there, but the change changing of the guard and Cleveland and golden state no longer being factors makes this the most interesting. The NBA has been in about five years for me. I could care less. If anything, it was all super teams and it's horrible for Colby has a hard time getting away from his idealism and just enjoying entertainment for what it is. There's no, entertainment you're a man of principles. 
Low principles. I saw Dwight Howard hold Low principles back when it comes Seth to life. Curry. High principles when it comes to sports. Yes, and that's why I don't watch the NBA. I do watch the NHL occasionally. I do watch the NFL. But really, this is the college experience. We specialize in college football and college basketball and college baseball. We even did a little coverage of. Yeah, and I kind of want to talk about college soccer. What's been a magical season and year or two for the Virginia area and DC area continues to be as UVA soccer, I believe is number four. So look out for a potential national championship. I was about to say, don't look out for a potential college soccer podcast. Yeah. Now we will touch on it if you want Patty C, but this is about college basketball and boy, is it? I'm look, you're talking about something that includes all the teams, a real Playoff, a real chance. How many teams? Three, uh, 300. 300 college plus. division one. Co- yeah. 300 plus. Yeah. Division one college basketball programs. And if you're a first time listener, we handicap every single division one versus division one college basketball game they of the season. They don't hide behind. Oh, we need this. We need that. You know, everyone gets a chance to play for it. Yes. Right? And if you don't no bullshit politics, they have a secondary tournament that they're not afraid to like yeah. flaunt too. just like, you know, everyone shits on the uh, group of five saying, Hey, we want to have our own tournament and like have our own postseason a little bit, our own legit postseason since we're getting excluded from, but uh, the, the, the difference is, is that the NIT doesn't even do the group of five. It welcomes everybody. The best teams yeah. of the second tier. Yeah. Make it there. Yeah. It's fun. You know, and, and college football should take note. They should. They're should cowards. Be. And it's great to have a, a something where, look, you saw it last year. No one saw Texas Tech coming. They went all the way to overtime in the national championship. That's right. You could argue that no one had Virginia going that deep. But Virginia, you know, obviously lost to a 16 seed in UMBC the year before. Yeah. And then even Auburn had a hell of a run in, in the, uh, the tournament. That, yeah, the whole final uh, yeah. four was... Yeah. Pretty Super, much surprise. Yeah. I think Virginia though, being the overall number one seed can't be too much of a surprise, but a lot of people had them losing again. Yeah. And their, their run was still improbable based on the odds they faced in each of the last two games, uh, going into the finals. And obviously the finals, uh, the, the championship itself was uh pretty high stakes with uh, Hunter having to make a three pointer with 12 seconds left, but being down what three points against uh, Auburn. Yeah. With oh, a few that game seconds was wild. Left. It was a travel. Being um, <laughs> being down the Purdue points. game was, yeah. I mean, come on. That was one of the best college basketball games in a long time. Hell of a good game. It was a great season. Uh, UCF versus uh, Duke Duke was money game. game. A lot of, a lot of, a lot of great games from, from the, I mean, every year, I mean, yes, there's down years of the tournament. Just Even like Duke, maybe was it Michigan state. That yeah. Duke, Michigan state was good. Was a great game. Yeah. Great fucking game. I'm excited to get it back. And finally, finally college basketball. Wisens up. They listen to Coach K, and I'll give Coach K credit here. Yeah, he said, "Why do we give away the month of November?" Well, finally, it took it took a guy with some cojones to say that. Yeah, a and guy they, with some clout and some cojones. And they listened, and they said, "Yeah, you know what? Let's just load up the schedule." So, out of the gate, starting Tuesday morning, actually, is when the games tip off for me on the West Coast. But the whole day filled with college basketball action. Huge, huge matchups. You got Duke and. Uh, uh, what's it called? Duke uh, is it Michigan, Michigan state, Kentucky and Duke, Kansas. 
in for coming from Madison Square Garden, I believe. Boom. Or Indianapolis, one of the two. And uh and then you got uh, the ACC play coming out like those are two cro- but but ACC is going straight in. Got Florida State, oh no, Florida State Pitt I think is on the second night, but you got uh out of the gate uh Virginia Tech, Clemson, Louisville nice at Miami. Um you go further down the there's a there, there's a bunch of ACC games tipping off the first couple of days, uh, Georgia I, tech, NC state. Yeah. And then on two, on the following day, you got uh, Virginia at Syracuse. Uh, I think Florida state at Pitt. Uh, there's another one, Boston college and somebody, but um, point is, is this is fantastic for college basketball and, and there's other marquee matchups that are, that are at other conferences did as well, but the kudos, especially kudos to the ACC for, for not giving away to, to shit opponents. You know, you got big time matchups though, uh, happening more often than in previous years. And you know what? It's funny. We talk about a big name guy coming out and saying what he needs to say, but the, the biggest name guy mm-hmm. in, in coach K and the equivalent to him would be Nick Saban. Yeah. Nick Saban, you know, ironically has criticized Alabama's schedule, rightfully so. <laughs> and yet it continues to get worse every year. Yeah. So it's almost as if his words are lip service. Well, He's known to have been a, a liar before. Yeah. Several times. I think. Sure. sure. Um, so as much as I don't want to shit on him, I am <laughs> uh, coach K. I would say his word carries a little more credibility. Than yeah. He's been there a long, Saban's. long time. Yeah. That's what one of the perks of college basketball though. Yeah. It hasn't been totally tainted by the dollar bill yet. We were talking previously this morning Yeah, about how college football, you know, the era that I grew up in where you had, you know, Sonny Lubick at Colorado state Fisher to Barry at uh, air force for so long uh, what Lavelle Edwards at BYU, you know, yeah, the norm was you, um, you hire a yeah, coach. And I mean, he I, stays 10 to 15. When I, McCartney at Colorado was in, I mean, uh, you had, uh, what's his name? Nebraska. You had just so many Bowden. You had, you had like, I feel like a good chunk of college football was coaches that have been there 10 to 20 years. Yeah. You make right? a commitment. And then the guy, I mean, I, I can't argue it. Like for instance, a guy like Willie Taggart, you pull the plug on. I don't know though. Cause I will say this perfect example of Bill McCartney. We were talking Colorado. He, the guy who revamped and brought back Colorado football it took him a few years. It took it to his fifth year. And right. people were saying like, maybe he should have got fired at the fourth. He four, started out four losing seasons. Yeah. Fifth year fucking got that shit going. Yeah. I mean, if uh, UCLA had an itchier trigger finger, um, fucking what's his name? Mora? Chip Kelly. Oh, Chip, Chip Kelly. Okay. Might, might be on the hot seat to the point where it affected his performance at this point in the year. And lo and behold, they give him a little bit of a, a leash and yeah. And, and look at it. And, well, and, and I'll around. still call out Florida state. I, I don't know that I agree with your assessment because if you look at Taggart's track history, it's taken him a few years. It took him, I think to the year four or year five at South Florida to get it going. That's true. So it's like, know what you're, know what you're hiring. Yeah. You know, if anything, it does make administration look bad. And I mean, if anything, Jimbo Fisher's last year, there were six and six. Yeah. Like it, it might take a few years to like, yeah, exactly that too. And Jimbo Fisher for as great as he had made Florida state for a couple of years there, like was taking over a program himself that, you know, had fallen off. So it's, it's as if maybe Florida state isn't the program it used to be mm-hmm. in the nineties, you know, exactly. which has also happened at Florida and at Miami. So, you know, as recruiting has pulled out of the state of Florida more frequently, and they don't have all those recruits to themselves. You should expect that. So anyway, we digress a little bit. The point is it's better in basketball. 
these coaches stay longer. Yeah. I mean, dude, you go to like the middle of the ranks, uh, in college basketball, you got coaches that have been there. I mean, I think it was, uh, uh, what school in North Carolina that I'm drawing a blank. Davidson's coach. Uh, I'm struggling. I, he's a legendary coach. I can't think of his name right now. He's been there. He's been a part of Davidson. I think since like 1984, I think he was an assistant in 1984. Bob McKillop. Yeah. Bob McKillop. There we go. Yeah. And, uh, and he, he's been at part of Davidson for what? That's since I've been alive, Patty C. <laughs> That's impressive. That's what I'm saying. But Davidson's small little school. He's brought them up the ranks, by the way. Yeah. That doesn't really Dude, he happen. He started as an assistant at Davidson in 1978. That's so what I'm he, saying. He's been there, what, 40 years? But just like that, you can go from conference to conference and find coaches like that. Yeah, there's nothing like that. that there's no equivalent to that in yeah. college football. And that it's awesome though. Cause you remember, you know, they, certain coaches might have a couple down years and then like, you'll see, Oh no, well, Northern Iowa Jacobson's back. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and, and, and you're, you, you, you just know these guys and you build, you, you learn to trust them. You know what I mean? You're like, Oh, these teams, I know how this guy's going to run full court press. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's going to be a pain in the ass. It just builds character. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you, makes... you're familiarity. Yeah. Can I talk? Yeah. They're, they're, they are, uh, it builds the identity of the program, you yeah. know, in, into one specific thing, which is fun. Like I'm curious. Remember Loyola went to the final four, two years ago, Porter Moser, still their head coach. I wonder they, they missed out on the tournament last year, despite being, I think the one seed or the two seed in the uh, Missouri Valley. And they got upset. It's tough to tough to do that. Whenever, when you're the low, when you're the big gun now in the Missouri Valley shooting for you, yeah. a, a conference that's been very good. Uh, you know, I think, I think what, I want to say it was two years ago. I'm not sure it was last year or two years ago when Loyola made that run. Every team in the conference was 500 or better. That's fucking incredible. Yeah. That means like you've earned, that's why they were so battle tested. Well, that, well, that shows how good that, that, like uh, for a mid major, like when they entered the tournament, you'd be like, well, I don't know if they could handle these big guys. It's like, but they're playing good teams like every fucking day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. Tell you what, what I got to do this dog and this cat, are both had their birthdays pretty recently, right? Yes. October 16th for the cat, November 2nd for major mud, AKA muddy waters. Yes. But they're, uh, driving me crazy allergy wise here. So uh, I'm going to blow my nose. I'm going to get a topper for our whiskey ginger here. Yeah. Still putting away the seven Williams slowly, but surely can't get enough of the seven Williams. Right? It is for, fucking for cheap, great. cheap bourbon. It's a win. It is a win. It's uh, a fucking win. Why don't you drink a little more uh, of that pussy? Hmm. Mm. Look, blow, go blow your nose. All right. Get your brains about you. Cause we're about to preview. Well, not every conference, but a lot of conferences. Uh, we're going to, you know, we have NC Knicks picks. We have Patty C's picks. We have my sales pick picking. Um, we're picking each who we think is going to win. And then we're going to give one sleeper out of the major conferences. Maybe we dive into the mid majors uh, down the road, but I mean, what a fantastic week. And I'll tell you, I mean, Coming out the gates, like I said, Tuesday, we got some big time matchups. Tuesday, I, I mean, Louisville at Miami early in the day for me. I even like, I mean, even like Princeton at Duquesne, I'm about, but Virginia Tech at Clemson, I know Virginia Tech lost Buzz Williams to Texas A&M. Ooh, that's probably the biggest hit any team took this offseason. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Kansas Duke. Uh, I mean, a couple little mid mid majors there. Bradley at St. Joe's. I'm, I'm intrigued by Ohio at St. Bonaventure. Even Drexel at Temple, little battle of Philadelphia, CAA getting their shot. Penn at Alabama, that's a good matchup. You got to run. You got to wonder. Uh, you know, Alabama brought in uh, Buffalo's head coach. 
uh, in the off season, Avery Johnson, they decided to let go. I thought Avery got, I, I thought, I thought he was doing a good job. job. Too, yeah. yeah. Old dominion at Northern Iowa. All about that game. I'm going to be watching that one. You better believe that Patty C. Uh, I mean, Toledo Valpo, Georgia tech, NC state, Georgia Southern, not a bad sunbelt team hitting the road to go into Auburn, St. Mary's, Wisconsin, loving that one. Oh yeah. Uh, Fresno at Oregon. I'm, I'm tuning in all the shit, Michigan state, Kentucky. This is all on Tuesday, Utah at Nevada. I mean, Michigan state, Kentucky are in a lot of preseason rankings, one and two. So this could be a a finals preview, big time stuff. The first day of the season, you gotta love it. First day of the season. Then you go over to a, you know, the second day of the season, wake at Boston college, uh, I mean, uh, the ACC loads up on this, by the way, Charlotte, you're, you're the 49ers coming to play JMU. JMU is supposed to be better, better this year, buddy. Hey, you know, the program, the winning culture that the football team has uh, brought to the university has permeated the entire place. And I mean, I really kind of brought the winning culture to JMU 15, 20 <laughs> years ago. So yeah, uh, those, those do the basketball players eat burritos on the sidelines. They should. It, that that is probably why they're uh, projected. Their <laughs> sideline kiss dealing, wheeling, wheeling and dealing. dealing. Yeah, uh, but yeah, Tuesday. I mean, once I mean, I mean Notre Dame, UNC. Yeah, this is on Wednesday. Oh, so Wednesday, Wednesday is Wake Forest at Boston College. Notre Dame at UNC. Belmont, Illinois State, good mid-major matchup. Florida State at Pitt. Cincy at Ohio State. I love it. I'll get a little revenge, Bearcats. Virginia at Syracuse. Patty, see, we want to know your Ooh. answer on that one. You know, it's a tough road trip. Uh, I wish our guy Sam Hauser was eligible. Apparently, he's already making a, a difference on the practice court. You know, we got we're missing three big pieces from last year. Missing, a, but you got Diakite back. Diakite, we got Kihei Clark, we got Jay Huff. Let's hope Jay Huff bulked up a little bit. Jack Salt is gone. I miss my references to uh, these action movies. <laughs> I'm and I'm gonna miss him. I'm gonna miss him. You I'm know gonna, what? I think I don't think it was Jacks. I think it was Jay Huff that I compared to. Uh, to uh, Marcus Jack Salt. Candy. I think you compared to PJ Brown. Okay. Yeah. 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 PJ Brown's a lot better than Jack Salt ever was. I said a poor man's uh, <laughs> PJ Brown. But just to, just to before we go to the preview of the season, I just want to run you through the first week. Thursday, college basketball, classy move, caters to the NBA. I mean, not the NBA, the NFL and and college football goes light on the schedule. Nice. The best game on Thursday is probably UAB at Troy, little battle of Alabama. Uh, then you move to Friday. Friday, we hit you with great college basketball games. Davidson at Auburn. Davidson oh. is really good this year. These That's are, a money game. Yeah, these are seeding games that will impact seeding later in the year. And Easily. you don't even realize it at the beginning. And, and, and once again, you don't get this college football bullshit. UNC playing at UNC Wilmington. I think this is like, Oh, I mean, that's, that's great that they're willing to go on the road for that. That's they're not, awesome. that's what I'm saying. You, that's, you never see Alabama play at New Mexico state. Yeah. 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 You never see them. You know, I want to say one of these games uh, had a big impact last year. It might've been UNC Wilmington. Uh, Fucking, well, uh, I mean, look, UNC. I can't even talk shit about like UNC. UNC went to Northern Iowa not that long ago, lost at Northern Iowa. Yeah, you know, like that's what I mean. You go into a hornet's nest, boom. That's as as blue blood of a program as there can be. But you learn a lot basketball. about your team as this is going on. But I mean, just some marquee matchups on this Friday as well. Uh, uh, Ver, I mean, even Vermont St. Bonaventure, North Texas at VCU. North Texas, one of the better teams in the Sun Belt, traveling into the Atlantic Ten. Akron, West Virginia should be fun. I know I'm rattling off games here. Illinois at Grand Canyon, Grand Canyon. One of the Dan Marley's their head coach secret live environment in Phoenix place gets lit. I know this is an online university. That's still Illinois is a team that I really have my uh, L Illinois 
really have my, my, my eye on. I think they might make a big jump this year as opposed to last year. UNC Greensboro at Kansas. You guys might remember UNC Greensboro. They've been a fucking great program over the course of college basketball over the past five, 10 years, Arizona state, Colorado Pac 12 getting into it early, early in the season this Friday. And then uh, as we dabble it, I'm only going to, I'm only going to give you Saturday and Sunday. And then you can tell me Colby, shut the fuck up. Right. But I'll do that right now. Before you even get that Colby, shut the fuck, fuck up. <laughs> right, keep talking. I'm excited, buddy. All right. So you dive into Saturday and you're like, okay, well, Saturday we're going to have college football and co- the college basketball. Just just going on it. Boom. You know, NHL, NBA, if you even like that, you can gamble on all that shit, but college basketball coming out the gate with some home runs Saturday, San Diego state at BYU. Awesome. K state at uh, UNLV fun. You know, you I, know I gotta say, I didn't realize I, last year was my first year, like from minute one paying attention. And I didn't realize the impact that these early season games had late in the season. Definitely. If you're they trying to fight the making the tournament, you yeah. get an upset, a big team. Texas at Purdue on Saturday, Indiana state at Dayton, the Texas at Purdue game, really uh, an interesting game considering Shaka smart on the hot seat. Does he want to get, get off to a good start? I even like that Valpo St. Louis game, Oklahoma against Minnesota and South Dakota taking on. I mean, that's a, that's two teams that will probably be in the NCAA tournament or fighting to get in the NCAA tournament. Big game on from the start, Rhode Island. Rhode Island, a team that's been really good the past couple of years in the, in the a 10 going to uh, college park, taking on Maryland. Maryland's supposed to be really good this year. Patty C. Um, so, I mean, it, it, and then Boise state, Oregon. I mean, these are fun games throughout, throughout the week that they're just coming out off of the cuff, just shitting on the nation. And then I'm going to end it with Sunday's schedule and then we'll, we'll go talk conferences, but Sunday you tune in, you get Boston college out South Florida. Watch out for the South Florida bulls like what they're doing in the American each year. Good defensive team. Yeah. They have, they struggle on the offensive side of the ball, but I like what the coach is doing. I like what the bulls are doing. I think they're going to be better this year. They've slowly improved. They were a doormat three years ago. Like we're doing. And how about Sunday? Patty C Florida state, Florida. That's a fun one. Two of the better teams, you know, in college basketball, one of the, has you know, that at all been like a traditional uh, basketball rivalry? Yeah, they play. I always play once a year. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, but getting it out of the way early, I like that. I mean, Florida State has kind of emerged as a an ACC. Yeah. I, I don't know if I'd call them a power, but kind of a power. I mean, they went deep. I mean, they go beat deep. UVA so last year. 16. Beat Duke right? last yeah. year. Yeah. yeah. Uh, t- I mean, even uh, Sunday, you got what St. Joe's old dominion. You got Toledo Marshall. These are quality games. Marshall D'Antoni, you guys are going to reload. They made the tournament two years ago, <laughs> Illinois at Arizona. Sean Miller somehow still has his job. You know, that's the fun thing about this thing is that <laughs> self Sean Miller. I don't know if you can call that fun. I feel uh, like what's, what's the guy's name? Uh, LSU's coach. I'm struggling. I'm drinking over here. <laughs> Sunday, also you get JMU at Virginia. What are you doing on that, buddy? Oh little, 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 little problem you got there. No, there is no problem. The, the Duke of all Dukes. The, the Duke of all Dukes is going Dukes, and you know what? On on this particular Sunday, fuck the University of Virginia. You know what? <laughs> Let me go off on the University of Virginia. I rooted for you guys as a kid because Tiki Barber, all these guys, 1994, 1995. I'm young and impressionable. You got cool uniforms, etc., and you're the only team that's winning in the state of Virginia. Jam, you hadn't made the jump yet, right? Poor another Evan Williams. But let me tell you about UVA culture versus JMU culture. <laughs> JMU culture, okay? It's a house party. There's $30 kegs, so no one has the fucking 
gall to thre- uh, make you pay to get into a kegger because then uh, you can buy the same. You can buy a keg's worth for the same that you can buy a case. You, <laughs> you know, got, you got this, buddy. <laughs> I got it. You know, I'm just saying it's thirty dollars. Every house in the fucking uh, entire campus, every house a, on the prairie, has a keg open and an open <laughs> door for you. And UVA, you go down there. It's these fucking snobs at their frat parties, trying to be exclusive. Dressed up in their little uh, seersucker shorts <laughs> and their fucking collared uh, pop collar shirts with their tiki torches, you fucking little tiki torches, <laughs> like yeah, clan rally. And you wait, know but you, you're still a Virginia basketball fan, but not they, this Sunday, huh? They got you know cocaine out the ass down at UVA. They want because they got a bunch of money. Yeah. Follow the money. You They're follow a bunch of douchebags. If you ever partied at JMU versus partied at UVA, you, I never partied at UVA. I you, partied at I, a, I a never lot of Virginia either. schools. Yeah, I partied at William and Mary. The nerdiest school I've, of all time. Yeah, I've and done I had Bradford, a fucking I've done blast. Virginia Tech, I've but done UVA, JMU, I've done George Mason. 45 minutes yeah. from UVA, and I never fucking partied there. I went there, but there was never a fucking party. Why? Douchebags at UVA. I partied at Christopher Newport where you can't even fucking bring booze on the fucking campus. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like, we broke the rules. Yeah. Got it done. All that, but never <laughs> at UVA. So uh, fuck UVA. All right, let's start off from the ACC, buddy. Yeah. Obviously, this is the, the the most legendary conference in college basketball. Um, this year, you know, I'm as I read other people's previews, and mine will be up too. By the way, check out sportsgamblingpodcast.com to find uh, previews on on many of these conferences. Not going to be able to do them all because it, the, the hard part for me, Petty C, is when this is not your your full time job. You know, you're still doing you're pursuing other shit in when life. You're trying to get the preseason preview for three hundred twenty odd teams. Yeah, when well, you're balancing college football at the yeah. same time. It, it makes it challenging because you sounds like you're making yeah. excuses, buddy. I'm trying to do my best because I'm also chasing ass right now, right? <laughs> trying to get your life back I'm on chasing track. Chasing ass. I'm doing stand up. You know, I got my fucking world going for me, right? So yeah. I'm trying to get this content out to you as fast as possible. Yeah, Colby's I got major got his mud. dick wet, yeah. and he's typing up the fucking yeah Sunbelt preview for exactly. you exactly. And and I want you guys to appreciate it, but he's got the laptop on her back. And he, that's how much he, he <laughs> she's cared. butt naked. I got a sandwich on her back and a laptop, right? And I'm sitting there, you know, just putting the putting yeah. a solid cock yeah. right, right well, next to her, wiping no barbecue thrusting. sauce on her, no fucking thrusting yet because I'm trying to write this goddamn preview. You that's know right. I'm basically f- what what do they do at BYU? They, uh, uh, they dock. soaking soak yeah. yeah. <laughs> Colby's soaking. I'm soaking. I'm not even Mormon. I'm sitting there soaking because I'm <laughs> trying to sh- send out this shit for you guys. I hope you appreciate it. <laughs> but the ACC loaded conference again. And when I review this conference, I mean, you see, you got Duke, you got North Carolina and you got Virginia, the, the three, the three big ones, but don't count out what Mac is doing at Louisville. I think a lot of people uh, might have, I see my thing is like, I think Mac is, 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 doing a great job. Love that hire. Now I've seen a lot of uh, preseason publications say, well, they are on Duke or they're on Louisville and they're on North Carolina and Patty C as much as I want to fade them come tournament time. Yeah. uh, Which I probably will this year. Virginia, Tony Bennett is a class act. I do like Tony Bennett, former teammate of Larry Johnson on the Charlotte Hornets. Yeah. Hell of a good guy. Classy guy. It's tough to hate him. He, to he's one of the more classier bad. coaches in college basketball. So I'll say this. He normally, ha- he's a very, very good coach when it comes to the regular season. Yeah. I don't believe that these teams are going to beat him in the regular season. I think Virginia will be fine in the regular season as their talent level and experience continues to improve. 
and they start getting higher recruits. I think that, uh, that postseason curse. I mean, obviously yeah. they had a miracle run. I think that's probably not yeah. an accurate representation of what they're usually capable of in the tournament. I think they might. They're not going to. They're an elite eight yeah. team uh, consistently at this at this potentially point. I mean, maybe not this year's team. Yeah, but on a consistent basis, I could see Tony Bennett with the talent level he's achieving becoming a consistent uh, elite eight type of. Uh, coach. But I, I mean, to give you an idea, though, I mean, like. I think people are sleeping on the fact of he's a very good regular season coach. That defense will be legit. Last one, two, three, four, five, six seasons at UVA. He's gotten less than 29 wins once. That's what I'm talking about. 30. He's going to get it done. And that's why I'm going to take. So I'm just saying this, this is our regular season projections. This is not who's going to win the ACC tournament. This is who will have the one seed in the ACC. And I believe that Virginia will win the ACC regular season title. And guess what, buddy? Call me a homer, which I am, but I'm with you. I think that Kihei Clark coming back, Diakite coming back, Jay Huff coming back. Yeah. And then uh, you got to figure a, a, a number of um, guys that he's kind of got guys that just step in and do their job. I mean, it's not like UVA hasn't had some guys go pro lately. Yeah. And they, they haven't necessarily been the most talented guys, but Brogdon, uh, Joe Harris, like he's, he's popping out pros and he's developing the talent. Now, some people say, I know Duke is due or North Carolina is due. I know Duke brought back Trey Jones. I know, I know they got a great freshman class Vernon Carey and uh, what uh, Matthew hurt, but that I just think mean the regular season. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. These I guys mean, have to might, grow up. They, exactly. Exactly, yeah. man. And uh, you know, I know Louisville, Louisville is a, is a trendy pick. And I actually, when I evaluate Louisville's roster and stuff, I think, yeah, they're going to be really good. I just think they're going to finish probably second to me. I think Virginia's going to handle their business regular season. Yeah. Louisville finishes second. I think Duke and Carolina battle for that third spot. And then, uh, you know, the rest it trickles down from there. I mean, this is a deep ass conference. Um, I am curious to see how uh Capel does at Pitt in year two. I'm always curious to see how uh, Behind does at Syracuse. You know, I think, yeah. I think when I evaluate that, they seem like they've lost a step over the past couple of years. Juice. Yeah, but but that doesn't mean they can't come out of nowhere and and surprise. Because oh yeah, I feel I like mean, he's done that plenty of times before. That's exactly what you were talking about earlier. When you get familiar with these coaches, and yeah. it's like, yeah, he figures it out. He's a good coach. He has a down year or two. Some things go wrong. And I also feel like his teams get better as the season in a goes car. along. Yeah, as the season goes along, the teams get better. Um, uh, we talked Jimmy Larinaga, Miami. Sure, kind of. You know, there's 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 a team that if they can just play up a little bit, find themselves in a better seating situation. Yeah. Hamilton at Florida state. Hey, I mean, this is a deep conference. Bray at Notre Dame. Yeah. Bray, people don't realize Notre Dame was severely injured last year. Notre Dame had an off year, but I, I they were beat up. Man. They're my sleeper. I caught them live at UCLA. They are my sleeper to yeah. win this conference. There we go. Patty C coming through and I'm going to give a out uh, NC Nick, by the way, is, is favoring. So me and Patty C are on Virginia to win this conference. Um, Nick's on Louisville. Nick's going to take Louisville to win the regular season. Well, the preseason number four. So it's certainly understandable. Yeah. Sleeper. Uh, you're going with Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. Uh, my sleeper. I went with NC state, you know, and I don't really have a lot to base that off of just because I last year, they kind of underachieved in my opinion. Sure. But I just think, Hey, the, the coach was, he's, he's recently, he came from over from Wilmington. I liked what he did at Wilmington. He's now with the Wolfpack. It takes a couple of years to really get your things rolling. Sure. The, the, the leaps you make from year one to year two, 
Exactly. Generally and, pretty big. And NC Nick going with Florida State as a sleeper, which I, th- I think is always a great sleeper because they're always athletic. They're always long. Yeah, long. They they could just long cocks, as yeah. I quote uh the sports gambling podcast. Wait, is that that's one of their drops that when they press the buttons, long cocks. But um Okay. <laughs> um but speaking of long cocks, let's talk about the good old Leonard Hamilton, Florida State Seminoles. I'm joking. Um let me ask you this. What's that? Jay Huff, is he finally going to have that breakout year this year? Now that he's going to have uh, increased minutes, the guy's seven foot one. He dunks from the fucking foul line. He's skinny as he, he reminds me of NC Nick a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I I mean, look, I, I'm reluctant to to to. I mean, probably maybe more minutes. I would say, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, there were times he's got to get better. There were moments uh, last year. Like, cause he's got a three ball too. You yeah. know, he's kind of like a, a freak, you know, from a, like, he's just got to come up on every level just a little bit, but then it's like, how do you stop the guy? Yeah. I mean, and I wonder, I, you know, there's a few things that I'm just really keeping my eye on the ACC Capel at Pitt. I really like that hire. I thought he overachieved in year one. Um, so I will say that I think, uh, you know, from a, the bottom tier that, who, that could really come out of there. And surprise, I mean, I look, I know I picked NC State, but I'm saying that I think they're second tier. I'm saying that you go to the bottom tier. There's Wake Forest. Somehow Danny Manning still has that job. Yeah. There's uh, Georgia Tech, and they're, uh, you know, they, they got caught cheating. They actually, like, I think can't play in a postseason, if memory serves me correct. Uh, there's Clemson. Uh, BC. I actually like BC's coach. I think they're getting better. Virginia tech, obviously projected to, to finish People last. People fucking shitting on Virginia tech. I mean, I know they lost Nikhil Alexander, Harry, or um, what is it? Neil, uh, Alexander. And then what was the other uh, guy that they lost to, uh, a to transfer? Florida to Florida? Um, uh, I'm drawing a fucking blank. I know, but he was a good player for them too. So they did lose their, uh, you know, top, top end, top flight coach. Blackshear, Kerry yeah. Blackshear. Yeah, was. that's right. Yeah. So they're going to take a step back, but it's not like they were a bad team. Like last year, they're pretty fucking good last year. So everyone just thinks they're going to automatically drop to the bottom of their vision. I think that that might be an overreaction. Uh, and I just think, I mean, well, they did. The problem is they lost a lot. They lost a lot. I mean, buzz Williams and and that's another one to watch too. I mean, when we talk sec is buzz Williams is, uh, you know, how fast can he impact the Aggies? Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, the ACC is so loaded that I, I get it. I get why you'd be projected to finish last. Yeah, if you're not like firing on all cylinders, you automatically slip to the bottom there. Yes, and I am. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm curious to see. I mean, they play in a couple nights, so we'll, we'll we'll get to check out the Hokies and see if they they can perhaps uh, you know, just interesting for a team that had been pretty successful to just automatically be written off. Well, I'm trying to look right now at their starting five and see how much they got returning to this, to this team that, uh, you know, made the sweet 16 had, was that their best year ever last year? I think it might've been their best year ever. Wow. I don't, I can't recall a time Virginia tech got to the sweet 16 finished 26 and nine last year. It's a pretty fucking good year. And that I think Duke beat him, right? That was a good game. Yeah, that was a good game. Um, yeah. So from what I'm seeing here on Duke's or I'm sorry, Virginia tech's roster, they're starting only two upperclassmen. They have zero seniors on this entire team. Well, I'm sorry. No, they have, they have a redshirt senior and uh, Alabama state transfer, Brandon Johnson coming in as a grad transfer. 
but aside from that, they have zero, like this guy's brand new to, to Blacksburg. I think that's probably a little bit of concern, you know? I mean, they lost Alexander Walker, Robinson, Blackshear. <laughs> they lost outlaw. They lost a lot of pieces from a season ago. Yeah. But it will be interesting to see um, how, how Mike young does. I mean, Mike young, if you don't, if you, if you forgot, he was the coach of Wofford. Yeah. Wofford has been very good under Mike young. So I do like the hire. I think it could be a good hire. Could be a blessing in the skies. Buzz Williams, apparently hard guy to work with. Going to go down to college station. I mean, there's nothing that says that he's going to succeed there. I will say this. They are willing to go out and get the big names. Uh, and M whether it be football or basketball, How's that working out with the Jimbo thing? <laughs> Six and three. Apparently they're a top 25 team despite having beaten absolutely apparently, no one. I, I would disagree with them being a top 25 team yeah. as you well know. Okay. Let's move along. Let's move along. I'm, I'm still amazed that Danny Manning has a job after. <laughs> I mean, talk about a team, a program that's really gone down wake Forest, man. Yeah. I remember the days of Rodney Rogers and, and Randolph Childress and Tim Duncan. Oh yeah. And Chris Paul. Yeah. Just studs. Yeah. What happened? What happened? Muggsy Bogues. Go back to the eighties during the nineties. They were a legit, like force. even the early two thousands. They were good. Yeah. I remember they had a great, one of the better March Madness games I ever remember watching was a game where they played against West Virginia and Mike Gant- Gancy, I think his name was a shooting guard for West Virginia. It's like double overtime. It was just a fucking wild game. Yeah. I think it was like su- sweet 16. Probably if I had to guess off the top of my head, but one of the better college basketball games I ever remember watching. Yeah. I mean, Wake Forest from a, a program clout standpoint was they weren't on UNC or Duke levels. Duke's level, they were above. They were at NC State's level. Yeah, maybe even a maybe little a little above. Yeah, yeah. But they have they have slid. And maybe Danny Manning needs a big year to save his job. Moving along, let's let's talk about the AAC, the American Conference. Patty C, there's this is one of the more interesting topics in college basketball to me. Well, I'm buying in on, on the hype. I mean, what East Carolina going to the national championship? <laughs> yes. Yeah, something like led that. by forward Jaden Gardner. Huh? There's another Gardner from East Carolina that happens to be doing quite well. And his name is Gardner Minshew. Hello. Actually, I think he's, they said he's playing for his job this week. Ah, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> he's a legend. Yeah. Nick, Nick Foles. Come on. He's no, he's no Gardner Minshew. All right. Um, I'm talking about the AAC though. And I'm telling you, how about this Memphis? Let's just, let's just talk Penny Hardaway. Now you told me they had nine freshmen on this roster, nine freshmen on a roster of 13, four players that had ever played a minute of college basketball. Yes. Four players. And, and one of them was a starter, Tyler Harris, average 11 points a game last year, but he's still a sophomore (laughs) Hmm. upperclassmen. They have one upperclassman on the entire roster. And that is a redshirt senior, Isaiah Morris, 5.6 points a game, 3.1 rebounds per game. But this team has got a lot of fucking talent. So I imagine maybe they start out the fucking month of November or December. Maybe they struggle a little bit. Maybe teams say, oh, Penny Hardaway, this team's overrated. Yeah. But I wonder come March, can Penny Hardaway... I mean, we saw with Kentucky last year. I like Penny Hardaway personally from yeah. interviews and stuff. I like him. He seems yeah, like seems a really decent a dude. dude. Yeah. yeah. But this team, I mean, a, a lot of people have them projected to win the AAC, which I find, you know, it, it, that's a bit crazy because there's a, there's a guy named Kevin Sampson, Kelvin Sampson. That's just, 
What's he been doing at Houston the past couple of years? A couple of things. I mean, they should have beaten the team that played for the national championship, the Michigan Wolverines. I was in Vegas. I threw money on the Houston money line. They're winning by two points and they have a fucking 88% free throw shooter at the line. And he misses both Michigan comes down, makes a circus three pointer to win the game. Oh, I'm still uh-huh. hurting over that, Mm-mm-mm. but this, this 33 year, and four last year. Who's that? Houston. Yeah, dude, they're money. They have a great home record. They're bringing in a Kansas, a Kansas transfer and Quentin Grimes this year off the bench. They got a Towson transfer and Justin Gorham. This team should be very good. Now this team, you could say, well, where's the upperclassmen? See, they, they don't have any real seniors. They have Chris Harris off coming off the bench, but he's not going to play much, but they have why this is an advantage over Memphis. They have three juniors on their starting five, three juniors. Now, sure. None of these guys have really been huge, uh, you know, playmakers in college. I mean, I guess the, the Towson, the Towson transfer Gorham is probably their best scorer, but I mean, we'll see. They got a freshman coming in Caleb Mills. It's supposed to be a stud. I I'm a big fan of Samson. Sam, like this dude will make it work. This, this Houston program is only going to go up. I mean, it, we're, it's a big leap of faith to just say that because Memphis has talent. What has Penny Hardaway really accomplished as that's a true. coach at this point? That's fair. And that's fair. You know, I mean, I, I did think the team played well for him last year in his first year, yeah. considering, you know, he walked into this thing. I thought they played well. Yeah. Uh, ahead of schedule. Yeah. A little bit ahead of schedule. And then he brought in that monster recruiting class and I mean, I'm excited to watch it. I'll be honest. I'm excited. That's one of the, the first teams. If I were to list like 10 teams I'm on a piece of paper, what 10 teams are you going to focus on in college basketball? Well, to watch? Absolutely. well, anytime you have the uh, potential number one pick in the draft and it's not every year that like the preseason number one pick is a seven foot center. That's tantalizing. I mean, Memphis, you get a, Memphis though, historically, if people don't know their history because it may be perhaps your age, I don't know, but Memphis in the eighties and the seventies was a very, very, very good basketball program. I mean, even in the early two thousands, Calipari, Derek Rose, they, they you know, yeah. they, they should have won a national championship, yeah. but I mean, this is a team that went to several final fours set. So look it up. Several final fours even had penny in the early nineties. They didn't do as much, but they still were a, a you know, tournament team. I mean, based on where their football program is not right now, if they're able to sustain the level of success and, and achieve a level of success with the basketball program that we think they may, might be capable of, it's kind of, well, it just almost turns the American into a power conference right there. Well, I mean, you look at this conference. I mean, I really think it's they're really starting to be competitive in basketball. Yeah. You look at Cincinnati. I like the, 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 you know, Mick Cronin's gone to Hollywood, right? He's gone to Westwood, whatever the fuck you want to say. Yeah. Right. But they bring in John Brennan from North, Northern Kentucky. I, I thought he did a great job in Northern Kentucky. He brings in some decent transfers coming all across from Valpo to New Mexico to Oakland. Cincinnati's a team that, that I think will be solid this year. And then you look, okay, I get it. I get it. UCF lost Dawkins who I thought should have stayed. But I still think UCF, very competitive team. Wichita State, I think is going to be much improved this year. I think they're they're my sleeper. I'll, I'll, I'm not going to give you my pick to win yet, but my sleeper to win is Wichita State because I think as the season went on last year, they became more and more dangerous. And they're always always a player. Yeah. And then I mean, you go further down the lines. I think South Florida. I think South Florida's much improved. South Florida's got got a guy, David really? Collins, at shooting guard. 
a yeah. twenty-two and a twenty-four and fourteen record, eight and ten in conference. They're a good defensive team that too. That tells you if they can just score a little more, they're a dangerous team. Well, that just I agree, and that tells you how fucking tough this conference is. Their out of conference record was uh, yeah sixteen and four in conference. They're eight and ten. And then uh, yeah, exactly. And then another one, just like Penny Hardaway played at Memphis. I wonder at Temple, Aaron McKee, new head coach, former shooting guard of the Philadelphia 76ers, yeah. played at Temple under under uh, legendary coach uh, John Chaney. He is now their new head coach. Um, I'm curious how they do. He's they return a decent. They talk about a senior. Look, look at this. They're starting five at Temple. All of them upperclassmen. If anything, this entire team only has two freshmen. This is a team when you when you pay attention to trends like that. Yeah, that means. Fuck, that could be a t- like Memphis coming into Temple could be a hard out. Yeah, even though Memphis got way more talent, I'm gonna say this too: uh, players that were good in the NBA but that weren't stars, I feel like end up making better college coaches than the ones that were yeah superstars. Yeah, know, that relied more on talent. You know, I, I I would agree with that. I would agree with that assessment. And and I mean. If he can just get a little bit of consistency out of this team, McKee Temple. I mean, well, I think they were in the they made the tournament, but they're in the play-in game and they lost in the first. Fran Dumfries gone, but uh, historically a good program, a yeah. team that you can't overlook. UConn, I think Hurley. I know they're leaving the AAC in a year, going to the Big East where they sh- probably should be. Yeah, but Hurley is turning this team around. I between between Memphis, Temple, and and UConn, those are three teams that I really want to watch. Yeah. So uh, with that said, I mean, well, obviously kind of has, has had their place in the pantheon of elite programs. Uh, I mean, they won a national championship in the AAC. Yeah. 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 Now, now I'll say this though. And Hurley projects as a potential replacement for fucking uh, coach K eventually. No, no, that's not Bobby. That's Danny. Oh, Danny. Yeah. Bobby's at Arizona state. Right. Yeah. Um, but then you got Frank Haith, good old Frank cheating Haith at Tulsa. I mean, look, even Tulsa's a tough out. And then don't forget Tulane went out and hired a uh, Georgia state's head coach. Uh, what the fuck was his name again? Mike Dunn. They fired Mike Dunleavy. They bring in uh what the hell was the coach of uh, I'll draw in blanks. Ron Hunter from Georgia state, Ron Hunter, Georgia state was a very good program in the Sun Belt under Ron Hunter. They've upset plenty of teams in the NCAA tournament. And then don't forget about the East Carolina Pirates. How can I, how can I preview the AAC without, without mentioning <laughs> blue Edwards is alma mater. And they're bringing in three Juco. They, they bring in like six or seven Juco transfers. I really that like par for the course for a, well, a Joe, dirty, a dirty school and a dirty program. <laughs> Joe Dooley comes over from Florida Gulf coast. I'm telling you, watch out, watch out for my pirates. Everyone's got to pick last in the AAC. It's a tough conference. They're going to play some ball this year. Joe Dooley's a proven coach. Second time in Greenville. Things are getting better. Don't, hate on. So hold on. Basically who are you taking? Who the fuck are you taking? Let's cut down the brass tax here. I'm taking Memphis. I told you I'm buying the hype. See, I think the youth is going to hurt him. I think, I think they have nine freshmen. Some of them will come back next year. Next year. They're probably gonna be better than they were this year. Yeah. I'm going Houston. I'm trusting Samson. My sleepers, Wichita. You said no, they have four. No, sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to say they're starting four freshmen, right? Yeah. And one sophomore. Yeah. Not quite the fab five, but I was going to say what happened the last time, uh, a group of five freshmen, uh, you know, we're all starting and we're all elite players. Point taken, but Steve Fisher, more National proven. Championship Steve Fisher birth. is a bit more proven than Penny Hardaway. Sure. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, my sleeper's Wichita. I think Wichita, 
we know when you go to Wichita, that stadium will be rocking. I think last year, as I watched them, as the season went on, I was more and more impressed with what Marshall's doing there. Uh, your sleeper, uh, surprise, surprise. Your Bearcats, of huh? course, new, new leadership, same product, you know, it's they're like JMU and that they're coach proof. You know, it could be that Mick Cronin was uh, yeah, since the days of Van Axel achiever. That's right. Since the days of a fucking uh, Melvin Levitt. Oh yeah. And, and uh, Bobby, Bobby hugs, huggy bear. Uh, since he is, since he is a program that for whatever reason, can't get over the hump. Can't, can't get past the second round in the NCAA, NCAA tournament. They're a lot like Georgetown in that way. Um, but when it comes to regular season, they're always playing ball and maybe yeah. new leadership and a new coach has When's the, fucking, the last time they went really deep. The Did mojo. they do it under Kenyon Martin? <sighs> do, do I have to go back to the days of Damon Flint that they went that fucking deep? I think the fifties and sixties. No, no, no. I think they went deep in 93 or 94. They went pretty deep when they had Van Exel and Damon Flint, that team. Okay. I, I don't know they, if they went to the final four. Maybe they went to the lead eight. I they, they went they beat uh, Ohio state in back-to-back national championships in the sixties. Uh, okay. Which Oscar Robinson on that team or something. I don't know who the fuck was on that team. Yeah. yeah. Probably why Ohio state still hates Cincinnati this day. Right. Well, NC Nick's riding with uh, Houston and his sleepers, Memphis. That's not much of a sleeper NC Nick, but you know what? I'm going to give you it. All right. I'm going to fucking give you it. NC Nick, by the way, submitted his power conferences and we'll dive in Atlantic 10. I'll just, we'll touch bright. We'll touch lightly Atlantic 10. I'm going with Dayton, the flyers, Anthony Grant year two, bringing in a lot of talent. I know, uh, Davidson Dayton VCU all seem to be on the same page. Sure. But I like what, uh, what, what Grant returns. I know, I know VCU does. I mean, it's really tough to, to pick a winner in this one because all three. Sure seem very, very legit. Yeah. And, uh, and I want to, I want to say Duquesne. I, this was a Duquesne was a money machine for me last year. Yeah. I, I, I know at one point late in the year, they kind of lost their edge. Yeah. <laughs> but they were covering for all year. Most of the year. That was one of my, my fucking lead pipers. Yeah. They were killing it for me. I know uh, what Eric Williams transferred to, to Oregon, but they they still have a good team. If anything, I worry like the, the, their roster is probably better than their coaching. Like their roster. I think, they should have a better record based on their roster. Yeah. This is a traditionally powerful conference. though. I love the Atlantic 10. I'll be yeah. honest. One of the conferences I watch most is the Atlantic 10. Yeah. I seek out. Yeah. I know George Mason's in there and I love George Mason, but I'm saying yeah. like, I seek out like a Saturday afternoon. I try to watch at least one. I love it. You know, one of the reasons why I love it. I love the crowds. Yeah. Like a game at Dayton, a game mm-hmm. at VCU, even Richmond. Yeah. These places get fucking up. Yeah. It's not like St. Joe's. Oh yeah. Oh, I mean, dude, this is a, they, they pack these places and it's a, it's great. It's just great basketball. Yeah. I love St. Joe's, but they fired my guy, Mar- uh, Phil Martelli. He's at Michigan now. They fired him and he'd been with the program since the eighties. Mm-hmm. They did him dirty as a team that took, he took <clears throat> St. Joe's to the elite eight. Yeah. He did a great job with him. He took, you're going to fire a coach. Now I know it had been maybe seven, eight, 10 years, whatever the fuck it was. Yeah. Right. Phil Martelli took St. Joe's to the elite eight. Yeah. He should have a lifetime pass. Yeah. That's, the, that's their ceiling. And that was with Jameer Nelson and Delonte West. No, no, actually I think with Jameer Nelson and Delonte West, they only went to the sweet 16. I think they went to the elite eight with Marvin O'Connor <laughs> going back to Marvin O'Connell. I mean, dude, <laughs> 
They, they did, I'm going to fade them all year just because they're fucking assholes. Just out of hatred. All right. Big 10. Let's talk big 10. Michigan state, the favorite, the favorite season like, number one, but I mean, everyone's darling Tom is. How I many more say, years is Izzo there? But why would he ever leave? How old is Tom Izzo? Let's take a, I don't, he doesn't even, he's got that used car salesman. Look, <laughs> uh, I don't know that he's going to leave anytime soon. Is there a, is there a better job for him to go to? He's 64. I just wonder, like I'd say he's probably good for another 10 years, right? Seven years, seven years. Yeah. 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 If not more, Tom Izzo is there. He's probably got another title or two in him. This, I will say that they were fucking incredible last year. Uh, Who took them out last year? I don't remember who took them out. I was very nervous that Virginia was going to have to play them again. Um, uh, well, uh, well Cassius Winston announced he was coming back. I was like, holy fuck, Michigan State's going to be loaded because I feel like they were a little beat up last year. They were young. Um, but I look, dude, Maryland's supposed to be loaded this year. Michigan was supposed to bring back a lot. I'm going to have to. But Maryland's bringing back that shooting guard, Anthony Cohen. Cowan, whatever the Dude, fuck his Maryland name is. was fucking talented last year. Who was the guy they, with the they goggles? They lost to LSU. Yeah. And my brother still to this day will say, not NC Nick. We have another one out there. Yeah. And he still says that's a huge travel by LSU <laughs> on that game winning shot. They had LSU beat. And he even said that uh, Turgeon, you know, Mark Turgeon, their head coach, former Texas A&M coach, you know, he finally started to adapt and evolve as a head coach. He, he learned to cater to in that game, cater to, uh, the strengths of and the weaknesses of, of LSU and, and adapt because before they would always play zone. Yeah. You know, or always play man. I forget what exactly he, 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 he said that, but it, I, I heard Turgeon say that this is his best team. Yeah. He's had at Maryland. I mean, they were big and talented last year. Uh, we'll see. I mean, Jalen Smith is, is the forward that's still there. I mean, this team is, it should be pretty good. Should contend. Is there a loss to Texas tech last year in the tournament? That makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. But, uh, so you got Michigan state. A lot of people say for sure. They, they say that every year though. And, and, and rightfully so. But Michigan state always seems to be a team that can battle injuries. You never know. Maryland's right there. Purdue Carson Edwards is gone, but they're going to be loaded. Michigan on the Juwan Howard. You got Ohio state in year two with, uh, what's my guy's name? The, the, the coach from, uh, Butler son of a son of a, he's the assistant. No, 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 no. Chris, Chris, uh, Chris Holtman, I believe. Um, but dude, Ohio state, they were they're They're due because they, they, they bring back some decent playmakers forward. Caleb Wesson, 15 points a game, seven boards a game. I mean, this team should be good. They're young. Once again, pretty young. And, uh, I, and hopefully they lose to Cincinnati. I know you want to say that. Of course. But are you going to be watching that game, by the way, Wednesday, a little Cincinnati, little Cincinnati, Ohio state matchup. Of course. That's, that's one of my favorite games. All right. Let's talk to Juan Howard. Let's talk about him. Never coached, never been a head coach before. Um, I mean, coming out of, uh, Miami, going to have to adjust to recruiting, you know, it never, never been. A I love his hire of assistant coach Phil Martelli. We just talked about the St. Joe's. Yeah. That's who I was thinking of. Yeah. Love that he did that because I feel like Martelli can really break him in on. He was a great college. Phil Martelli was a money college basketball coach yeah. at St. Joe's since the eighties. Yeah. If anyone knows college basketball 
and how to tell Jawan, Hey, this is how you relate with the players. This is how we do this. Yeah. Love that hire by Jawan Howard. And uh, I think I don't, I, you know, I think this is going to work out for Michigan. I'm, I'm a, I'm a proponent of the uh, scared money. Don't make money uh, mentality when it comes to uh, being a coach and, and you go out and you get someone that's more experienced than you, then it, it's a little bit of a threat in terms of like, you know, that person wanting to try and take over the program. But uh, Juwan Howard is such a fixture and a legend at Michigan that he do, he really doesn't have to worry about that becoming an issue for him. So I think it was just a smart move on his part to go get the best uh, X's and O's coaching talent as his assistant that he could possibly yeah. get. Yeah. And, you know, he, he, he focused on recruiting and, you know, he's got some uh, X's and O's up his sleeve too. And I thought it was actually like uh, to, to commend Martelli who I thought would have got offers. You know, I know he's up there in age, Yeah, but I still think, this guy is a very, very good basketball coach that could well, find his footing elsewhere. Yeah. He's going to know his role, presumably at Michigan. Yeah. Uh, like uh, be a great assistant. And then like, maybe if he wants to, uh, but you know, maybe he is just interested in being a big program, being at a big program and making an actual run at a national. And, and look, this team still has Xavier Simpson. This team has three upperclassmen in the starting five. He walks into a decent situation. They bring it. Sure. They got a freshman Franz Wa- Wagner. Uh, is that, uh, Mo Wagner's, uh, brother. I want to, I want to guess that it probably is, but I don't actually remember. Speaking of which that dude, I saw him at the Lakers. I went to the Lakers Celtics game last year. Mo Wagner. Yeah. Thinking he was a big center type, like an O from Michigan. Mm-hmm. That dude was a fucking baller. He's like what? Six, 10, seven foot somewhere in that range. And he is like two guard type skills. Yeah. Like the NBA, those guys are just incredible. No, definitely, definitely. Okay, yeah. so 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 I mean I'm I'm that's one of the ten on my list is is the is the, the Michigan factor with Jawan Howard. Curious to see how that'll work out. Sure. Of course. Hoping it works out. Even though well, he's not, already pulled in a top recruit, so yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh but then we talk Purdue. All right, Purdue, in my opinion, should have beat Virginia. Yeah. You want to crown him, crown him. <laughs> Let him off the hook. Right. To quote Denny Green. That's right. But that's why you play the game on the hardwood. That's true. Unlike college football. That's right. That's why you have to go through the gauntlet. That's right. A real gauntlet. Not this bullshit like, oh, let's pick it. Let's pick the team with the what I mean, did you I don't know that you recall any of this from last night because we were at the Colorado UCLA game, but I I was reading you the uh I played you a podcast where we're going through the standards to making it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Do you remember what they I said? do? I was passing out how many championships? Yeah. You're they're basing their protocol on so on your history from hundreds of years, like a hundred. So years does that ago. mean like who won the championship in like 1918, yeah. like fucking Harvard Does Harvard right. have more of a chance because of fielding Yost, right? Like winning then, a championship in 1936. Then Rice who's right. in the same, it was in the same division, right? But uh, not, not the same division. It, it was in the FB, FBS as opposed to the FCS. Okay. Right. That's actually lit written into their fucking, yeah. it's so official bad. rules of go to the, go to the NCAA. The if you get a chance, check out inside Vegas. I was a guest of uh, Christian Pina. And, and, and I thought it was actually a great episode. That shout was out, a good episode. You should post it on uh, I, Twitter. I should, I should definitely. And, uh, but Purdue, Purdue situation. Oh, Carson Edwards is gone. Ryan Klein's gone. Effort gone or effort, whatever the fuck you want to pronounce that shit. <laughs> but I'll say this. Don't sleep on Jihad Proctor. They're bringing in a little grad transfer action. 
Proctor averaged 20 a game at high point, And I can tell you this guy can ball. I watched a few high point games. I think this is a power move, power move by painter to bring in Proctor. Love that. Love that move. And, and they return once again, they return some decent players from a season ago. Now, sure. Are they much younger? Yes. Last year's Purdue team. I had them losing in the first round to old dominion. Yeah. Boy, was I wrong. They blew the fuck out of Old Dominion. Historically, Painter struggled in the postseason. That's why I went with Old Dominion. But that's, that just goes to show Carson Edwards was on fire last year in the tournament. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, that, that's going to be tough to replace. And it looks like he's already started to replicate that uh, hot streak he's gotten in him in Boston. You know, yeah. Kudos well, to him for and making I th- awesome. do. I, I called three that. pointers I in the second that. half. Yeah. But let me tell you the sleeper team out there. That, that people aren't talking about. And I'm even going to go over to this spreadsheet and I'm going to change this thing. I'm going to change it to Illinois. Could it be the year of the, uh, of the Illini? I mean, they're certainly taking steps in the fall to, you know, make that, make that the case. Well, I'm saying they're, they're one win away from a bowl game. I believe now in football. Yeah. And Lovey's more than anything, pr- pr- just actually looking the part of a, of a decent team. Well, yeah, definitely. I mean, coming back, but Brad Underwood. Okay. I get it. First year, big, big challenges ahead of him. I mean, they, they weren't very good. Yeah. But now after a couple of years and, and figuring shit out, I really like what he's got returning. They were young. They were young. They were young. And I think this team is a dangerous fucking team. I want you to t- take note of this, Patty. See the ally and I, Will be a fucking challenging out, and I'm going to say this: they're going to be. They had the worst regular season record of any team but in the Big Ten. You don't camp. understand. Twelve and twenty-one. This dude's a proven winner. Yeah. He, at Stephen F. Austin, at Oklahoma State, he did things. I love this hire when they hired him, and I think he is going to make this team. I'm going to call it right now. You a, heard it here first. A top ten team will lose to the Illini this yes. year. Yes. If not top ten, top fifteen, because. I'm trying to think how many big 10 teams will be top 10. What you got Michigan state, maybe, maybe throw in Maryland. If they can win some games, I will say this. One of the big 10 elite will lose maybe two, maybe three. I'm telling you the Illini are going to be a dangerous, dangerous out. You don't want them on the schedule, especially if it's back to back away games. Give me the Illini as my, uh, my won't. They're my dog. They're my, they're my upset. They're my sleeper, my upset pick. I'm sticking. I'm going chalk. I'm taking Michigan state Cassius Winston coming back. Yeah. I love guard play when it comes to college basketball, taking Michigan state to win this thing. Mm -hmm. Are you fucking copying me? You son. No, you're you're going Michigan state, but sleeper. I'm staying in state. You're going Juwan. I'm going Juwan, baby. Do you want to go to McDonald's? Hello. Do you want some nuggets? Uh, (laughs) I, um, look, you got to take chances in life. You know, and and life is uh, fragile. Michigan so, it has a program with Cache. I think that he's going to rejuvenate. You know, I mean, it's tough. They they lost a good coach, but uh, Juwan Howard's bringing new blood. And I, I I can't underestimate how great that Martelli hire is because it's going to help him get through this inexperience of never coaching college basketball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a genius hire. Great hire. I'm glad my talent is already there yeah. right now. So as long as he's able to recruit it, but from in year one as a sleeper, 
you know, that's a wild card. Michigan's nice. a true wild card this year. Nice. NC Nick is taking Purdue. He's trusting the grad transfer route and and Matt Painter to solve things. Purdue won it last year, I believe, if memory serves me correct. Um, and and I his think they were actually well, they might have won the um, conference tournament, but the regular season tournament Michigan was State? Michigan State, or they at least tied. Huh? Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, but his sleeper NC Nick g- going to the dark side, taking Ohio State. That piece of, of shit, that Jim Jackson loving. Mm-mm-mm. Who was that other guard that was nasty in the early two thousands? I mean, they had a, what's his name pretty recently. No, 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 he didn't make it in the NBA, but this guard was nasty in college. I'm struggling. I'm drawing a blank. Late nineties, early two thousands. Ohio State guard. Sco- Scooter Scooney Scooney Pen. Scooney Pen. He was fucking nasty. We uh we uh we knew um what was his name Rick uh Rick Yutt. Uh, <laughs> what? What's this bartender? Uh, <laughs> and uh, what's Sycamore the bar? Sickmore Tavern. Look, was you, an Ohio I, you're State them, basketball you're, player. You're giving them a shout out after my my. I got backdoor. I got stabbed. Yeah. Not not backdoor, but I'm saying uh, like they fucked me over a little well, bit. Well, I'm gonna say Rick Rick Yacht's a piece of shit too. He got me yeah? 86 from Sycamore Tavern for having a good time. That's what happens when you're an old wash up, right? <laughs> and you don't make it in Hollywood because, you know, yeah. and, you're and, not and a very good me, actor. This place has got lies spewing out of their ass. You know, you 86 yeah. me once, that's one thing. Shame on you. <laughs> you 86 right? me twice from the same bar for you no can't reason. Can't be fooled again. I can't be fooled again. <laughs> Fuck you, Sycamore Tavern. Colton George W. Fuck you, Rick Yacht. Fuck you, Ohio State. Yes. And fuck you, Trevor, for not coming through. On my fucking dude, he 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 sprinkled some taint. He tried to he tried to ruin my taint. Yeah, Kobe's <laughs> got a nice taint to look at right now, and he he lines up a job for this hot Colombian number he's working on. Yeah, and then this guy fucking backs out. Well, and, if he just told me the truth, if yeah. he just told me, you know, I know you're listening. You're like, what the fuck is this? I got lied to. Yeah, Colby yeah. promised this new hot piece of ass. That she was going to have a job at this yeah. bar in Hollywood. Well, I, I didn't promise because I was like, "Well, I promise you, you'll get it." No, I was t- I was told that By one of the managers yes, at the bar that that this was a done deal. It's not the case. They fucked me over, and uh, this poor girl thinks that I'm just trying to fuck her. We still love you, Trevor, but <laughs> that's kind of a lame move. Uh, also, you better start thinking about yours. If you fucked up the Colombian piece of ass that Colby's yeah. working on, luckily. What you don't realize is that I'm an assassin. I can save the day, much like Jawan Howard will at Michigan. Yeah. I can save the day. Look, you can deal me a shitty hand. Yeah. And look, the pussy You're will like think, Maverick. They'll think about leaving. Yeah. But they'll come back. They'll come back home. Look, my last relationship, she cheated on me. Whore. <laughs> but, but. <laughs> <laughs> What's that what from? Uh, uh, like, that's uh, my cousin Vinny. That's right. That's right. That's, <laughs> but the point is, is that it all comes back around. Yeah. You know, if you don't cross those T's, they all come back around, buddy. You know what I mean? That's a metaphor for life. Yeah. What the fuck are we talking about? Let's talk. I t- I told you NC Knicks fucking B- Big Ten stuff. All right, look, there's some other teams in the Big Ten that I think are, are could be exciting. I mean, Wisconsin. Wisconsin's a classic team, but they lose uh, Ethan Hep. They, they lose Thomas and Iverson. I, I wonder how good they're going to be this year. I feel like the program's kind of heading the opposite direction. 
but Hey, Wisconsin's proven to be a, uh, a, a team that can overachieve just much like their football team. Yeah. Iowa, same kind of did thing. I mean, I, I'll tell you one that like to me, Minnesota is maybe one that you keep an eye on, on their future there. Uh, you know, still got, uh, what's his name? Are uh, all Patino. these teams, the exact same team that they are in football? I actually think Minnesota uh, is Wisconsin probably. just the better version of <laughs> Iowa every year. Is fucking Minnesota the team that is a wild card that might be coming up? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Indiana though. Uh, that, how about Indiana? That's a team that's not the same in football. Well, yeah. if anything, recently Indiana's got like Tennessee syndrome in football. Yeah, a lot of hype. A well, lot of hype. Football. Have, you know, Indiana basketball. Is no, good. Indiana basketball is Tennessee and football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's the parallel. But I'm eager to see how how, how Archie Miller can make this thing uh, happen in, in Bloomington. Uh, I might be at a game this year. Me and NC Nick are me and NC Nick are talking about a road trip to potentially. We got three nominees right now. We're talking about hitting Butler, yeah, Indiana, and South Bend all on the all on the same trip. I like it. We're also good think, luck finding alcohol. We're also talking about potentially hitting the Chicago area. Mm, good luck with staying alive. Loyola, Chicago. You mm-hmm. got DePaul. You got uh, Northwestern, not far away. You got Marquette, not not even that far away. Mm. And I'm probably forgetting about Illinois State and uh, Bradley. Sure. Bradley. Bradley put a huge scare into Michigan State last year. By the way, Bradley, Bradley was a fun one to bet on last that year. That was my dude. You guys were locking them left and right, and I jumped on that train, and it was paying off for a minute, too. And Bradley, shout out to Hershey Hawkins, Bradley alum. But coming into the Missouri Valley tournament, I said Bradley would win this thing. And it was like, dude, their odds were so far down. Yeah. And they fucking won it. It's my pick. That's why you listen to the database. I'm not trying to throw my dick in the air, but I will do this and read. And I'll tell you that the college experience on the sports gaming podcast network is brought to you by MyBookie.ag. guys. You need to do this. All right. You need to check out MyBookie.ag. It's the presenting sponsor of the podcast and all the free all the free content, all of it. Great content you'll find over at sports College basketball is back. The NBA is back. NHL is back. College football is still going strong. NFL is still going strong. Get me some ice. Pick, fix me a drink. Cause, cause my ice is not going strong, but I'll tell you this. All this shit is running strong over at MyBookie.ag. They got player props. They got everything. And as you well know, football season's strong, going strong. They got all your betting needs covered. College, pro. You want to fucking bet on the upcoming XFL season? I'm sure they probably got you covered. If not, they will come February. Plus, they have live bets, second half bets, prop bets. Can't find a prop bet you like? Try your hand at customizing your own prop bet at my bookie prop builder. Besides their wide selection of bets, they're also offering up to a thousand dollars first deposit bonus. Using the promo code SGP. That's right, $1,000 in free bets using the promo code SGP at mybookie.ag. You play, you win, you get paid over at mybookie.ag. Woo! That motherfucker is an ad read. That is, and we're going deep. All while getting your drink filled up. This is what we're multitasking, sons of bitches over. We're going to need to be multitasking with all these. Great college basketball matchups mixed in with college football, yeah, mixed in with NFL, have our mixed in with NHL, full. mixed in with NBA. Patty C, part of me is like, I'm chasing this Colombian ass all around the world, but I'm like, part of me is like, do I even want to get committed with all these great sports going on? The answer I mean, is no. The answer is clearly no. 
a commitment where you want to have you want you what you you know what you want, buddy. Here's what What's you want, that? Right? I, I think I want a fucking home in Bogota. I'm going to be Colby Valdez making <laughs> coffee, snorting Col- Colombian cocaine. I'm going to live the good life. Right? <laughs> Streaming college sports all day <laughs> down to Colombia. Life is amazing. Right? Come on, give no, the you'll give want, the kid a break. You want a girlfriend that is not that you can that's not used to American culture. Well, yeah, I and can you sit can, there you and make me sandwiches. You can tell her it's they not time to get married. Sit there and make me sandwiches. Yeah. While I'm watching fucking Sienna against Evanston. You know what she can make you better than sandwiches? Yeah. Burritos. Mm. Actually, I think that's Mexican. Yeah. I don't even know that. (laughs) I think that's American. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Actually, you're right. I think from my history in Mexico, tacos are a thing. Burritos are not. Burritos are an American invention. Oh, well. Then that's why I'm an all American guy. (laughs) And speaking, of even when I eat Americans, Mexican food, it's really American food. Speaking of all Americans, let's talk about the big 12. Look, nothing's more American than talking about the good old Texas barbecue and the big 12 and, uh, and, uh, and then Texas tech losing the national yeah. championship to and Kansas the paying their players and right. other women with their big ass tits out and still not right. firing their coach. Yeah. All right. This is an interesting uh, conference. Much like football, like right now, like you look at it, you know, I, I, I sat there and I read the, pre- the preseason, uh, you know, sporting news is preseason projections of it. Even TCU 10th. I don't even know that I believe in that. I think TCU is a decent team. They lost a lot of close games last year. This is very similar to the football thing. You have a couple elite teams then you got a really competitive conference. Yeah. I mean, you're telling me K state I'm, I'm reading sports sporting news is earlier. They say K state's going to finish ninth or 10th. Ah, uh, Bruce Weber, K State just went to the Elite Eight, what, two years ago? I have a hard time believing. Writing him off. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You can't have him that far back. Not buying in all the shit. Chris Beard's doing a great job at Texas Tech, though. Obviously, uh, Texas Tech's one that you, they got Ramsey. Uh, I mean, dude, Texas Tech's going to reload. Let's be honest. Texas Tech's going to reload, but Kansas last year ended their 14 year winning streak of Big 12 titles. But. Um, get out of that race car. That was largely due to the fact that there was so much turmoil at the beginning of the year. They really started to turn it on at the end of the year. Uh, I think you have to consider Kansas a uh, favorite. I, I mean, I, I like Kansas and they Texas are my Tech. favorite Baylor's also looking pretty strong on a rebuild. Um, Texas tech brings back Clark. I love that. I mean, I'm curious. There's two teams I want to highlight here that weren't very good last year. Yeah. Shaka smart in a huge year. I mean, if he doesn't win this year, he's gone. I think that's a fact. I'm curious to see how old Huggy bear does at West Virginia after a awful year. That was a bad year. Uh, and then you mix that in with the fact that what Iowa state always aims is lit Kansas Baylor TCU. This fucking conference is always a blast to watch Oklahoma. Don't sleep on Oklahoma. People sleeping on Oklahoma. This is a fucking, this is just like football though, dude. It's yeah. like, a, this is like a fucking, it's a mess of decent teams. Yeah. It's like, yeah. yeah. Okay. I know Kansas and Texas tech are on a better level, but everyone after that, like still deep as I'd shit. probably even put, I'm close to putting Baylor on that. When you have a Bob Huggins coach team as the worst team in your fucking league. Yeah. And you're a deep ass league. I mean, I don't know, but let's talk. Where, who are you going with to win this thing? 
I mean, I'm going Kansas, man. I think they figured it out. I'm going Texas Tech. Self weather the storm. They say Texas Tech is not going away. So I believe I believe in Texas Tech's basketball, and like the the full court press, I love it. I think self self's got to worry about himself. He better start thinking about himself. (laughs) He better start thinking about himself, Patty. Uh, Yes, he should have. Okay, NC Nick went with Kansas. You went with Kansas. I'm going with Texas Tech. How big of a loss is Jarrett Culver there? How big of a loss is Matt Mooney there? Uh, you need to pay attention and you need to start thinking about yours. Cause I'm telling you talk about a great recruiting class coming in, buddy. Should I mention the name of a little, uh, how do I pronounce uh, Jameis Ramsey? This dude's a stud freshman coming in Texas tech. They still return Chris Clark. They still got uh, David Moretti or whatever the fuck the, you know, the shooter. This team is going to be reloaded. Texas Tech as a reloading program is new to me. But maybe Mark that's my the, words. the Chris Beard experience. No new Texas. Always <laughs> <laughs> just rattling off uh presidents, right? Just uh, hitting yeah. George George Senior. Uh-huh. I think it was George Senior that said that one. But uh okay. Keep an eye on Iowa State. I think Iowa State could be a tough out. That other team that kind of underachieved for me last year though. They had talent. Who is this? Iowa State. Iowa State. But they look Solomon Young comes back from injury. They get this uh this kid from Colorado State, this Prentice Nixon kid, averages 17 or 16 a game. And uh don't sleep on a little uh little little uh little guy named Michael Jacobson forward, eleven points, six boards a game. Iowa State always a little bit of a juggernaut. Like a, a kind of Iowa State's like a, the Iowa State basketball is mm-hmm. like Arizona State football. Okay. Like they have the talent to really make a run on any given day to beat anyone to fuck up anybody. Yeah. But yet they can never put it all together and like have a great year and just be a great team. Yeah. They, when they had Jamal Tinsley, yeah, those days, they were pretty good. Fred Hoiberg, the mayor. You remember the mayor? They've had some good years, but never put it all together. Let me, let me point out that, uh, Marcus Pfizer, Mariel Shayak was a Pfizer permanente. Hello. What's up? <laughs> UVA cast off and still was a second round pick in the NBA draft. Uh, so they have talent. They do. They're always going to have, they talent. do. Okay. Let's talk sleeper in the big 12. I'm going chalk. Yeah. I think mine's pretty much a cop out too. my sleepers, Texas tech. Oh, oh no, no, you're well, maybe you're going fucking chalk. Yeah. I am riding with, uh, I'm riding with Texas. I think Shaka smart. I like Shaka smart. I wish he would have stayed at VCU, but I, you know what? I think, he, I think the boys are going to show up from. Yeah. Give me the Longhorns. NC Nick going with Baylor. Not yours is kind of the most, uh, shitty Super, sleeper. Yeah. But you want me to change it up? Yeah. Change We're gonna it have up. a little fun here. You can go Iowa state. You can go psych. You can go K state. Bruce Weber doing a great job there. He is 25 and nine last year. That's what I'm saying. You can tell me if sporting news has him last. Come on. What is this? How's the 31 and 17? My sleeper. Uh, <laughs> gosh, let me go. Oklahoma. I dude, I like what Kruger Kruger's got this team. That's a true sleeper. Under the radar. Yeah. They were incredibly young. They've had some great years. Lately. I like that pick, man. Thank you, sir. I like that pick. All right, let's move it over to a conference. Patty C conference that it's near and dear to my heart because growing up as a kid in my basement, Oh yeah. Saw some of the best games I've ever seen. There's maybe basketball. not a more 
true college basketball staple conference in the Big East. Oh man, do I love the Big East! Like, I mean, I wish, I wish we still had Syracuse, UConn. Yeah. I mean, I like Syracuse in the ACC. Yeah. I don't mind Pitt, Syracuse, Georgetown. I, I still think Pitt and 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 I, I just miss that era was great. They should allow Syracuse to play a fucking Big East schedule. <laughs> they pull a Notre Dame in football. Yeah, give them like seven games. Allow, yeah, exactly. Yeah, they should. If Have anything, a, it'll boost their strength of schedule. Yeah, I mean, it's tough to beat an ACC strength of schedule, but yeah, but I'm if saying you have if, both if the that Big East and the ACC as like your two things you're pulling from. Man, the, dude, remember those like man, like Syracuse UConn games and like. Fucking like, remember there was like a seven overtime game. The Big Mac East Mara. was the best. The Big East yeah. was the equivalent to like the SEC back then, almost. Ooh, I still think they say the ACC was kind of killing it. Yeah. Big East was kind of like maybe perhaps the Big Ten is. Okay. Now. Yeah. Maybe. I don't fucking know. I well, have the Big Twelve as my number one rated football. There's almost right nothing equivalent to the Big East because it was they like, have title contenders, but yeah. they're still like. Well, the AAC did win a championship with UConn. A big East team. <laughs> that's true. It does Memphis and Houston stand a chance to win a title. If they do that, then that's the equivalent. Well, the big East now is still the equivalent to the big East back then. Not quite. It is. It's, uh, it's hard to compare it to a football thing, but I can tell you this, man, I love this conference. And unfortunately I'm going to go chalk and go with Villanova. You know what it is? The big East of basketball was the big East of football in the nineties. That's true. With fucking Miami and Virginia. Very Tech true. And like they really mastered shit. that. They really yeah. mastered that. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. But ba- basketball yeah. is probably even better than, yeah. than yeah. football. Cause it was like for 20 years. Yeah. And Villanova though, I'm picking again, which Maybe 30 uh, look Jay Wright, One of the best coaches in college basketball still like criminally underrated in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. They've been recruiting his ass off. Yeah. And, and they had Colin Gillespie and, and Sadiq Bay. This team is loaded. Oh, they got a five-star recruit coming in. Ah, come on. This Anton kid and Justin Moore, this dude, he's where he is recruiting his ass off. And like, I, I want to say they were like coming up on almost Duke level recruiting in recent years. We're like three top 50 players last year or something. And they had Scotty Reynolds, your boy. Oh yeah. Hearn didn't Virginia graduate. Yeah. I can't go away from Nova, but I'll tell you this, man. I've been big on a couple teams in the, in, in the Big East lately. Providence has won me a lot of money in the past couple of years. Mm-hmm. And Seton Hall, Seton Hall has a guard named Miles Powell. You might remember him if you're a Kentucky fan because he took an absolute shit on you guys in the Madison Square Garden. <laughs> Miles Powell went to go to the NBA and then he came back for his senior year. I don't know that there's a guard that he averaged 23 points a game last year, Petty C. This motherfucker can take over a game like few can do in college basketball, right? Yeah. You have him, you return miles kale. You got Quincy McKnight. You add in this Florida state transfer. Ike, uh, Iba guy is this gigantic dude that can block shots and you have a fucking team that could really be a tough, tough out. Like I said, Kentucky lost to this team last year. Uh, miles pal Seton hall. I know that probably some have them in their top two or three or four. So it's not too much of a stretch, but this is my sleeper to really do some damage in the big, the big East is loaded this year. I'll say that. Yeah. You got some elite scoring. You got some like between this, between, between Villanova, uh, uh, Seton hall, you, you go down the ranks. I mean, Creighton, if Creighton can just play any defense, Creighton's got like multiple guys. I'm talking like five or six guys. That can score. Yeah. Maybe even more than that. 
you look down uh, Xavier, Xavier is a team that like they can win the whole fucking conference. When you look at the depth and the trend now you got to wonder how well are these transfers going to, going to cut like they're bringing in a transfer price more from Western Michigan. They're bringing in an Ohio grad transfer. Jason Carter averaged 17 points last year. How well will they gel in one year? But I'm telling you, you look at that starting five and you're like, man, every fucking player in starting the starting five average double average double digits. This is a dangerous team. Providence. Like I said, Cooley flirted with the Michigan job. Very good team. Very good team. It's a deep, deep, deep conference, dude. And I haven't even gotten to the ranks of Butler. Who's I mean, Butler's been to the final four more than most of these teams have yeah. recently. Marquette. I mean, Mar- Marcus Howard's back at Marquette. He averaged 25 a game last year. Dude, this, this conference really from a, a historical standpoint where all of these teams have been like tournament teams yeah. almost pretty consistently. It's maybe like it's, it's on the ACC's level in terms of just like clout. Yeah. I mean, dude, imagine if you, if, if your boy Pat Hewing to quote NC Nick, yeah. Um, if he can get, I mean, he's only in year three or Pat Ewing as uh, my Asian <laughs> friend, Paul Fahm used to say <laughs> Ewing, what, say Paul Feinbaum. Yeah, Paul no, um, Georgetown is the one that like last year they were on the bubble approaching yeah. like a month away yeah. and they folded like a lawn chair. If Ewing can just capture that. Well, I think he's recruiting centers. I think he got he lost morning, but he brings in, he brings in some people. Yeah. And he's got Mac McClung, who is, I want to say one of the highest yeah. recruited uh, prospects out of the he state of ball. Virginia since Allen Iverson, the guy, Look, he can dunk. He's throwing three sixties down and he's white. You know, you gotta, you gotta on that alone, <laughs> get a little excited, but, and then, and then what um, finished? I'm sorry. I'm just saying at a certain point, Ewing's going to catch some traction. I hope so. Because I can tell you this, because I was really impressed with a guy named Dave Lato. And you might know that name, Dave Lato, former Virginia head coach prior to Tony Bennett came mm-hmm. over from U- the Yukon days of uh, what's his name when they won. Fucking famous coach. I'm fucking drawing a blank on at yeah. UConn when they had Ray Allen and all those. Oh, well, Calhoun. Yeah, Calhoun. Uh, he did a pretty solid job at DePaul. I thought DePaul was a team two years ago hitting uh, gambling on DePaul was a pretty much a sure bet. Lato did a great job last year in proving that. If anything, they all, they covered a lot. There, I would compare them to this year's Tulsa. <laughs> yeah, where they're like, this is a t- this is a team that's actually good. That is like seven and 20, 30 or whatever the fuck their, their record was, <laughs> but they were good, man. You watch them. You're like, man, that's a tough, like you catch them on your off night. Like yeah. you're get, you could get an L Dave Lato. And then you got, and then you got St. John's finishing, uh, you know, I mean, uh, people have them finish. I mean, cause Chris Mullen left and I still don't understand how that all played out because Mullen, I thought was a good fit there. But maybe I, from what I understand, I've heard reports that maybe Mullen didn't even like coaching college. And now they bring in Arkansas and former UAB coach Mike Anderson. I think he was at Missouri as well. Um, Is St. John's like, are the expectations too high there for perhaps, guy? perhaps, man? But I mean, he even walks into a decent situation. This conference is fucking loaded. So I am going to go with, I told you Nova is my pick. My sleeper is Seton hall. I think I would not be surprised if Seton hall won this fucking thing outright. Despite the only difference is, is that Nova just a machine a little bit. Yeah, Jay Nova, Wright's proven that they, they, they can accomplish it. Nova is really entering a, a rare like air for a, a mid major conference. I don't know the big, big East. Is the big it doesn't yeah. count as a mid major. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's not a power. I, I always get my basketball and football crossed up, but it has surprisingly few national champions coming out of it in the past, you know. Well, they had Syracuse. 
Yeah. They had UConn. Yeah, that's true. I guess <laughs> they that. had, they, they had these teams that won conference or I mean, national titles. Yeah. yeah, that's true. At this point now they're kind of there. I mean, they, if anything, I commend them on the replacement job, adding a Marquette from yeah. the conference. He was adding a Creighton from the Missouri Valley. Yeah. They have done a good job. You there. know, uh, these but Villanova are, is the only team that's won a title in the last 30 years from uh, the Big East conference. Georgetown the currently constructed Big East. I want to say 84 was the last time. Okay. I think yeah. <laughs> really counting over there. Yeah. Um, Georgetown has been to a final four though in the past 15 years. Yeah. Georgetown's still a good program. I mean, they but... went to the final fucking four. Butler had a shot, hit the rim. Yeah. Butler's been the two final fours in a national championship that they almost fucking won. That's true. But they weren't in the Big East then. Yeah. Still, they're yeah. part of the Big East now. That's that. I, I feel like that's, great replacements though. They really plug pull. You know, they found some good replacements to keep this the integrity of the conference up. Yeah. Let me ask you that when What's, you when you're talking about a conference, right? It's easy to see a tide turn. It is easy to see a tide <laughs> turn. Are, are we? Do we? Do you include the the accomplishments of the teams in the conference prior to when they were in the conference as part of? the conferences clout and uh, achievements. Well, well, yeah, because the big East, they were, they presented that. I mean, yeah, I mean, I understand that, that Syracuse and those guys left, but UConn's coming back. Think about that. When you add UConn back with Hurley, the way he's turning that program around. Yeah. That's a huge, get. huge get. Yeah. yeah. So uh, by the way, NC Nick, I don't want to discredit what, what he's got Nova and his, and his sleeper pick is Xavier. Patty, see your sleeper picks Georgetown. You're going with Ewing. Are you a little bit of a homer? I'm a huge homer, man. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not afraid to admit it. Okay. You know? Okay. I mean, look, Georgetown had their moments last year heading into, like I said, heading into the final month. I just can't understand. I know that uh, John Thompson, the third um, could never get it done in the tournament. This is a team. He's no James Crowder. The third he's no, he is no James Crowder. The few people yeah. are. Colby played in a basketball league in Ashburn, Virginia, when he was in middle school, where the rival to his school yeah. was the breeze. Yeah. And look, when you, when your you, arch rival is the breeze, I, I couldn't, I laughed at Colby for probably six there's months. Nothing ro- and I didn't, I, I think I hit a game winner. Uh, uh, yeah. I, a three the first pointer. game I came yeah. to Colby came and splashed the game winner. Yeah. At the buzzer glory days. That's what I'm talking about. Isn't that, pass you by. Isn't that a song by uh, in the some wink shit of a young girl like, that you guys give you credit ever to? Don't you fucking talk shit about the, the boss that way. <sighs> All right, look, NC Nick, though, I will commend him on his sleeper pick of Xavier because I think Xavier is a very good sleeper pick if they can put all the talent together. Now, NC Nick didn't talk much about the CAA, and then we're going to get his opinion on that soon. But I, I see quick, quick uh, long shot, odds-wise, if you want to throw in a bet, I'm going to take Delaware. The Blue Hens. Maybe the most creative nickname in college sports. I, I love me some blue hands and the odds are pretty good for you to take Delaware to win the CAA. I know Hofstra's good. I know Northeastern won it last year and they're going to reload. I know uh, Charleston is the favorite. I think a lot of people have Charleston. Keep your eye on Delaware. I like what this coach He's only in year three and last year from year one to two, there was a drastic difference. I like the blue hands. This is a shit ass basketball conference. Really? Cause they've been to a lot of final fours lately when they had VCU and George Mason. Yeah. And then they got win. Yeah. I'm talking about when, by the same token, like, but UNC Wilmington when you gain the clout of teams in their previous achievements. When they come to your conference, you lose the clout of the teams. When okay. They well, they still got conference. a team called UNC Wilmington. They still got a team called Charleston that has had 
great success in postseason play sure. over the I past mean, Hofstra's a badass team. Yeah. And I'm going chalk. Hofstra's going to do it again. All right. And Sleeper, we both agree that JMU... Again, some, some some sleeping talent, blatant homerism, but I'm, I'm riding with your uh, your hype on this one. Uh, I mean, you look at uh, the only thing is that they still kind of play small ball, but they got some scores. They got some scores. Tell you what, I don't know if that new convocation center is open yet at JMU, but it's state of the art. Facilities has always been a little bit of an issue as it relates to the basketball program at JMU. They're finally using some of their athletic money that they've gained. And finally invested into football that they take out of my pocket every fucking month on my student loans um, <laughs> to make our basketball team decent. So uh, right. let's get some fucking wins, JMU. Steve Hood's not walking through that door. No, he's not. All right. I want to tell you guys that the uh, college experience on the Sports Game Podcast Network is brought to you by Manscaped. Uh, Patty C was telling me at JMU long after the days of Steve Hood, he had a little situation. He went into Dave's. Super Dave's Taverna and he got himself a hero, a nice sandwich. And after that sandwich, while he was eating that sandwich, he met a girl and he doesn't know her name. What do you happen to plow that girl later Dude, in life? The number of times that this story was actually true is unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> he, he plowed that girl later in life. By later in life, you mean later that night? Yes. Six minutes later. But he wondered, how did she like my manscaping? And she never knew because she was shit faced drunk and there was no fireball back then. So she was probably drinking fucking 30 for shots of Jaeger. Yeah. Right. But that's why manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. They want the, they want people to notice, right? And their new lawnmower 2.0 has skin safe technology. Patty C bad. That's your problem. Back in 2000, when you were eating burritos on the sidelines, you didn't have skin safe technology. Can, can I, can I make a comment here that might not please our sponsor? Sure. Is there a more intimidating name? For a product as it relates to grooming your genitals than the fucking lawnmower. <laughs> Good. You don't God. know. You don't mow another guy's lawn. You don't mow another guy's lawn. It's a rule of thumb. What but. about the weed whacker? <laughs> Not a ton better. Man. <laughs> I think the lawnmower is. When I think of a lawnmower, it's clever because you're mowing your lawn. <laughs> I get it. But like a lawnmower has like gigantic spinning death blades. Definitely, you've seen yeah, one dude, too many horror films, right? Imagine if your like foot or arm went under a lawnmower. What would happen? Now, now, do you want that to happen to your balls? <laughs> no. How Look, about like? But the just fucking... like a lawnmower, it it's it's precise, and you have to be you have to respect the power of the. Uh, well, of uh, the based product. on all the all the things, that, all the features that they're saying, I mean, it sounds like the product is. Pretty fucking safe and amazing. You know what, Patty? See, I might pick you up a lawnmower 2.0, and and that's why I encourage all of our fans to to pick up a lawnmower 2.0. It has skin safe technology. It tells you right there your skin is safe, Patty. See, so this trimmer, no snags. Yeah, won't nick, won't snag your nuts or your cock. You're gonna have the the <laughs> smoothest egg nuts after this thing. <laughs> Manscaping accidents are finally a thing of the past. It's assuring you this. On their their fucking ad Thank God, and, and you can take the motherfucker in the shower too. <laughs> yes, and that's what I'm talking about. And and don't don't use the same trimmer. Uh, at, at, Patty, see, I know you. 
Yeah. You would use the same trimmer on your ass and your and your inner genitals as Bloody, your face. It's all over the place. Yeah, you're a fucking mess. One second after it's in my sphincter. And you wonder why you got the cyst on your fucking nose, <laughs> you piece of shit. <laughs> you fucking fell There's mouth. no cyst on my nose, just for clarification. <laughs> Bobby's an asshole. That's probably been there before. Let's, don't bullshit our, 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 our audience. They know bullshitting. Right? Oh, yeah. Dude, I'm covered with diseases, let's but, be honest. But yes, look, this thing trims at 6,000 strokes per minute. And it's a fucking fierce lawn mowing machine, right? Up to 4,000 uh, per minute with the original lawn mower, but they upped the ante and got 6,000 strokes. The battery life, hey, it took 15 minutes. Dude, I really feel like power is not the uh, the selling point. <laughs> Look, let me it's tell hilarious. you something. No way. Like, just like the Dyson fan, this um, is in comparison to the Dyson right. fan. The, the battery life improved from 15 minutes to a 60 minute charge. I mean, I mean, that's a 45 minute improvement. If, if anything, you, the power of this product <laughs> is like the scary part. No, I like the it. Like, and, and the fact you can, it's waterproof. This so, is a jet engine shaving look, pe- your balls. Petty seat. <laughs> petty seat. I'm going to the beach with my, my, I, with my friend, my, my recent, uh, vagina endeavor, <laughs> <laughs> right? I'm going to the beach tomorrow. So class. I might just take this lawnmower 2.0, which I've already purchased. I'd say you do it before you go to the beach with her. No, no, no. I'm saying I go to the, she's like, I'm going to suntan for a little bit. Cause that's what, that's what Colombian people do. Right. Yeah. Especially in America. They do attractive people things. Yeah. Me. You're going to shave your nuts on the beach right now. No, not on the beach. I'm going to go underwater. Ah, with the, with the she's going to think I'm just sitting over there surfing, checking, checking out the fishies. Sure. You're going to be out in the, the ocean, the, the, the trash the marine life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, fucking. the trash that Venice beach hippies fucking throw out there when they're at their fucking drum circle. Right. Yeah. And then I'm going to come back and she's going to be like, who is this new man on this? She's going to sense it. Or are you just going to come out without your swim trunks on? Well, and then I'm going to ask her, Hey, do you keep, how about down there? Do you keep it? Do you keep it clean down there? Yeah. Well, I mean, I've, I've I've already been there, but I'm saying maybe, maybe you want to try out the lawnmower 2.0. <laughs> 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 All right. But point is go get a lawnmower 2.0. It's a fucking beautiful product. This is the best like ad placement <laughs> for them ever. Cause we'll just sit there and riff on this <laughs> fucking idiotic topic for the better part of 15 minutes. Free advertising, really, basically. Uh, I got point. a freckle on my like my, on my arm that it's like probably future melanoma. It's like on my high arm mm-hmm. that like hair grows faster on that freckle. Yeah, drives me crazy. What the fuck? What are you talking about? I got a freckle. Like, look, right no, here. I get it. <laughs> well, I'm saying this. That's something the lawnmower 2.0 can take care of too. Oh, okay. Yeah, you can shave your moles. Oh, damn. You could shave your holes. Yeah. You could shave your pole. There you go. You could shave your bowls. Yeah. All of that with the uh, lawnmower 2.0 badge. And remember, you can also shave the vag. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> These guys need to be paying us a lot of money. <laughs> We're writing jingles and shit over here. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, look, it's college basketball season. We're excited. Me and Patty C. Look, NC Knicks picks are later. Let's just jump down to the real conferences. We'll, we'll look, ignore some of these great conferences like the conference USA Ivy and mountain West for right now. We'll get to these Missouri Valley though. I love the Missouri Valley. I'm taking Missouri state. If you didn't read my write up, it's on sports podcast.com. My sleeper is Northern Iowa. Northern Iowa almost went to the tournament last year, blew a 17 point lead in the, in the, in the, in the championship game to uh, Bradley. 
Patty C going with Loyola Chicago, going back to chalk, going and back Bradley to uh, Porter sleeper, Moser. Yeah. Hardly chalk as they are the reigning fucking conference champions. Bradley is. Yeah. But, but, yeah. but Bradley still returns a lot. I like what you're doing there. Great defensive team. If they can find a way to score the ball more. I like the Bradley Braves. Okay. But let's get, let's, let's, let's talk back 12 basketball. Cause I think this conference was horrible last year, but I think this conference is going to be very good this year. Mainly because of the depth of this conference, with the exception of maybe two or three teams, love how Washington State plucked San Francisco's head coach. Love Colorado bringing back ninety four point six percent of their fucking returning scoring. Their who whole said, starting five comes back. You said who was doing that? Colorado. Colorado. Yeah. Love the Ducks. The Ducks were an injured team last year, Patty C. People don't realize, right? I mean, really. And even when you look at like even like team like California that was dog shit towards the end of the year, they fucking put it together. Arizona state with Bobby Hurley. I still think is doing good. Sean Miller in Arizona remains a question mark to me. I love what Washington is doing. Oregon state's a sleeper of mine. UCLA brings in Mick Cronin. Suddenly like I fucking hated Steve Alford. Thought he was yeah. a horrible coach. Now they bring in a team, uh, uh, Mick Cronin, who's got a defensive identity. I know he's got postseason struggles, but I like, he's going to make this team tough. Is that something that UCLA fans are going to be able to buy into that? I don't know, but I will say this. They had talent. They're going to you know be much if better. You win fans will buy in, especially a, a win starved fan base. And I, I want you to, I mean, look, I, I think Oregon is fantastic. Everyone says Oregon's the preseason favorite, and rightfully so. They got they got uh, Chris Duarte coming in, Juco, the best Juco transfer in the in the country. Anthony Mathis coming in. Uh, this team at Oregon, Peyton Pritchard's still there. They're very loaded. But I'm a Colorado guy. You know this. We went to the Colorado UCLA game the other night, and, and I hated my life as they never passed the ball. Lavishka Chenault, who was by far the best player on the field, and Mel Tucker can 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 rot in hell for that. So I will say this though <laughs> is that. The Colorado Buffalo basketball team, they got McKinley Wright, who's probably the best player in the whole entire Pac-12. Yeah. They have a starting five. The entire starting five is returning. Tyler Bay, returning. This team is going to be good. I'm excited. I mean, I, dude, I can't recall a time in my life that Colorado's been this good in basketball when you look at a starting five. Tad Boyle doing a great job with the buffs. Well, you have sold me because... I have them winning the whole fucking thing. Oh, I love it. When you have a start, dude, you got McKinley Wright coming back. You got Shane Gatlin coming back. You got Schwartz coming back. May the Schwartz be with you, Patty C. Right? Tyler Bay, 13 and a half points, 10 boards a game. This team, Dallas Walton coming back. The whole entire starting fucking five. The depth of this team is unbelievable. This team is filthy. I'm going to say that they're my sleeper pick because I'm going to still go with Oregon because Oregon has been proven. Last year, Oregon was dealt a shitty hand, dude. Yeah. I mean, bull bull gone. They had injuries all across the fucking board. But if there's one thing I can say, Peyton Pritchard. Yeah. He can get it done. I think, uh, Shakur, what's his name? Uh, Justin, whatever the fuck his name is. Uh, how do you pronounce that? I don't fucking know. I'm just a guy who drinks a lot of alcohol and watches a ton of college basketball and college football. Trust me. I know what the fuck I'm talking about, but I'll say this. The ducks are money. Well, how is Peyton Pritchard getting so much hype? They're saying potentially uh, preseason player of the year in the Pac-12. Only twelve point nine points per game last year. McKinley Wright's going to come at him. Uh, it's a fairy tale. Buffs are going to take this thing, but I still took. You know what I like about Oregon is their coaching. Yeah. They they get it done when it matters. As you saw, they made Dana a run. Altman. Altman made that run. They weren't even going to make the tournament. They win the Pac-12. 
and they get in the tournament, they fuck up some people in the tournament. Dude, they were a threat in the tournament. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. He is a very good basketball coach. He knows how to get the, get the shit done. I'm going to Oregon. My sleepers, Colorado. I know that's kind of chalky, but that's just what it is. But I do think this conference, if you want a real sleeper with value, watch the Beavers. Beavers got a decent team. Interesting. Decent team. The problem is, is this is going to be a good conference this year. Because if you depth, want a real sleeper for me, a team that was barely above 500 last year, UCLA. Yeah. You got to figure there's some talent there. And I like what Cronin, Cronin's going to bring in that identity. Yeah. They're going to get tough. Yeah. And for a conference that is is relatively wide open based on the fact that there's just no dominant team. Yeah. It's a, a tough team, especially as you go down the stretch, may start winning games. Now, now NC Nick's back at me here. He's taking Oregon as the favorite. The sleeper is Colorado. A lot of people like Arizona, Sean Miller, bringing in one of the biggest recruits in the nation. I just don't know if Sean Miller really is that good of a coach. He's had some failures in the tournament. And I wonder with all the stress of this NCAA FBI shit pending, I wonder, can he put things together at, 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 uh, at, at Arizona? If anything, I would, I would say Bobby Hurley at Arizona state, you know, kind of might be the best team in Arizona. Is that still coming on the pipe at Arizona or has that pretty much been I, I, you know, dismissed because Kansas had the same I thing. I feel last like it's year. dismissed at this point, but who fucking knows? I mean, this whole fucking. You have thing. an entire off season to fucking feel yeah. like weather that storm. Okay, let's talk about one more. Uh, but actually, before I get there, I just want to tell you, make sure I do do my job over here. Well, let <laughs> see. I want to tell you that the college experience on the sports gambling podcast network is brought to you by ACE per head. Patty C's known about getting head for a long time. Sure. Right. From a, from a, from a from fucking old women, from new women to women in yeah. the goddamn glory days parking lot in Herndon, Virginia. I did get a uh, head in the uh, Denny's parking lot in Pacific beach, California. Wow. After going to the Denny's? No. Okay. No, just... You didn't double bag it then. That's a, that'd be a double bag in it. Situation. That should be a double bag in this situation. <laughs> I don't think it was. Well, look, let me ask you, Patty. So you ever thought about starting your own sports book, but maybe you don't know how because you're a fucking retard from getting too much head at Denny's in a parking lot? <laughs> Why am I saying this shit on fucking air? Uh, Good God. Ah, <laughs> uh, come on. This is the alcohol talking people. This shit actually never happened. I want you to like. Yeah, I was at a, it was a Ponderosa. <laughs> All right. Ace <laughs> Perhead is here to tell you. Uh, how to start your own sports book. You want to start a sports book. Look, you're into some small, you, you're fucking hanging out with your buddies. You got 20 good friends that bet a lot on sports. Well, what the fuck you listen to me. you say, Hey, this guy's fucking picks are great, but your friends don't know that maybe. So you start your own sports book. You start cleaning up as I fucking destroy these idiots, right? You make all of their money. They get divorced from their wives. You take that money. You have seven wives. All right. All across the planet, you have no fucking idea. You have your own personal jet. You're going down to Bora Bora, right? You're fucking flying over to LA, buying me drinks, all because you listen to me. You started your own sports book on Ace Per Head. They'll provide you with an inclusive, prof- professional, not amateur, professional betting site with all the lines updated up to the second and wagers graded immediately. That means they get the money out there. Boom. You owe me 150 fucking dollars, Patty C, for taking Old Dominion, you dumb fuck, right? <laughs> They have top-notch customer service, customer support, whatever you want to say. All right. 24-7 around the clock, sharpest lines in the industry. 24-7 around the clock. I mean, look, that's pretty much like the Patty C gets hammered. He starts calling me, trying to say, hey, 
Should Nate the burrito on the sidelines. My glory days are still there. And I am there 24 seven to tell him, Hey, get your shit together. And me and ace per head have that in common. All right. 24 seven support. That's what I'm saying. It's important. It is important. People need that. It's, it's like a brassiere. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, you you don't <laughs> ladies out there. You're listening to this. Imagine if you don't have the brassiere as Colby calls it. Your tits are flopping to the left. You need a little support. You're flopping to the right. You're blowing yeah. like a, a fucking you need that three sheets to the wind here. Yeah, you, know? you, you need that fucking support, especially if you fake them. Right. <laughs> but plus ace for head offers live betting and it's amazing mobile experience. Get started today. And ace is offering up to six weeks free, six weeks free. That's like fucking, uh, you know, having a child in fucking California. They give you six weeks to sit at home, sit on your fat ass, watch as much college football and college <laughs> basketball as possible while your wife goes through a goddamn pregnancy. And you're just sitting there as emotional support saying, Hey, honey, did you know the friars of Providence beat fucking Seton hall? No, she doesn't give a fuck, but you get six weeks free. Dude, let me ask you this. What's this? If you just start knocking up chick after chick <laughs> after chick, right? Do you get paternity support for all of them? Do you uh, have to be married to get I'm the paternity? Sure they've probably had some type of legal. Uh, Imagine if you spent your whole life getting paid to be to on paternity. So you paid to get laid. Mm. Mm. There mm. are a lot of dudes that do that. Let's be honest. They're called porn stars and their lives are way better than ours. Yes. That's why we need to start thinking about ours. Yeah, well, right? I've thought about getting a 12 inch dick quite a bit, but it hasn't happened <laughs> In your yet. face, perhaps. Uh, but I'll tell you this. Look, if you're going to think about ours, <laughs> think about yours and get ace per head. I mean, it gets started today and ace is offering up to six weeks free. Like I mentioned, uh, just go to aceperhead.com backslash SGP. That's that. That's right. Aceperhead.com backslash SGP. We're just giving you this shit out guys. It's very cool cutting edge technology, just like I am cutting edge genius on my fucking picks. Right. Penny C. Right. Correct. <laughs> Correct. Mundo. You fucking yes. hack something Get like your that. Shit together. Let's talk about the sec. Let's do it. Right. It just means more in this conference, which is why we saved it for last, <laughs> which is why they schedule nobody. Yeah. Well, on college basketball, they do the things that, well, even they, things are a even different. they don't start out like the ACC or like the pac 12 with playing some matchups Still. against each other. SEC made strides. They did, and, and getting Buzz Williams is going to help. The they should of be conference. proud of themselves, actually, in basketball. I'm going to go out of the limb and say that the SEC, the Southeastern Basketball Conference, which is SBC, SEBC, if I say it like that, um, uh, you know, Kentucky, are they fading? Because Florida seems to be the favorite, and I, I'm going to, I'm just no. going to go out on a limb. Trust, trust the Gators. I think anyone who's fading Calipari and like his approach of bringing in freshman talent, that's he developed. Why did you pick Florida? Oh, no, you went to Auburn. You went with the Bruce Pearl. You want, you want a used car, don't you? You've been trying to buy a, you, you're trying to buy a used car. Who looks more like, why do, why, why do uh, all college basketball coaches like look like used car sales? <laughs> John Calipari looks Coach like a used K does it. Remember that video we were watching with coach K where he stops and he's like, he does that like face. All right. <laughs> That's not used car That was serial killer. Yeah, he, yeah, he's yeah. he's different. But like Tom Izzo, anyone with like the uh, the striped shirt with the blazer on and like the fucking yeah, Jimmy Larinaga doesn't eye. seem like a car salesman to me. He just seems like an old ass dude. But like no, Tom Izzo, <laughs> fucking. There's a few. There's also 300 teams. You don't think the college football has the used car salesman thing? You know, Dabo Sweeney is a fucking used car salesman in his youth, better than any. He just doesn't look like a used car salesman, though. He is. 
he's a fucking snake oil salesman, <laughs> you know, but, uh, Tom Izzo is just like, he looks like yeah. a high school. You want a like, Cadillac son? Right. He's looks like an assistant. He looks like a principal. I got a four school. door Cadillac from 87. That'll blow your fucking right. <laughs> blow your mind, son. I don't know what the fuck we're talking about, but, um, I'm, yeah, I, I, you're going with Bruce Pearl. That isn't all that Bruce Pearl is the ultimate more so than Tom Izzo, in my opinion. Yeah. Of a guy that can sell you on the shit. There's a Ford Escort station wagon here. This thing would get you top speeds. It's got a. Right, Tom Izzo is like like the polish that's like obnoxious. He's actually like good at his job. Obnoxious. Bruce like Pearl's polished. like at a used car dealership. Bruce, yeah, Bruce yeah. Pearl's like he's he's chummy. He's like, you gotta leave. You hey, look. I saw the car you rode in here. There's no future. You want to get laid? <laughs> right. Then you need a fucking Ford Escort. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or a Ford Ranger. All right. You know what I mean? Like some shit. He's just uh, trying yeah. to sell you on some fucking what's that one uh that one car that was horrible, man. I took it once to Vegas and it broke down. PT Cruiser. I feel like he'd be the guy that'd be like, Yeah, look, it's cutting edge. Right? And I was like, dude, really it was cutting edge. They, 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 they don't even think they make it anymore, but I'm saying right, it's done. To the idiot that doesn't know, which would probably be me, uh, he'd be like, This PT Cruiser? Stands for pussy time. All right. <laughs> And you're going to get yourself one of these. I can see fucking Bruce Pearl fucking killing it at this. Oh yeah. So you're going with the, with the, with the pussy time. And well, Bruce he's Pearl. taken Auburn, which to my knowledge was never a powerhouse before. Uh, not since the days of Chris Porter, or perhaps Charles Barkley or, or, or uh, Chuck person, the rifleman. It's been a long time. 80. No, but that Chris Porter, they, they had a deep team. 90 somewhere. Chris Porter used to be a net. I mean, they didn't go to the final four or anything, but um. I don't know if they're a consistent final four team at this point, but yeah, they were fucking talented last year. They were well coached. They're a damn good team. And they took, they took UVA to the fucking wire. Yeah. In the final four. If the traveling's called, they win the game. Whew. Hello. And even used car said, I got to give him credit. He handled that loss like a champ. Yeah, he did. I mean, he, he made it clear that like, he had gotten screwed, so maybe not like quite <laughs> quite a champ. Look at you over here. Look at you over but here. But he still like didn't make too much of a stink about it. All right. Well, NC Nick's taking Florida. My sleeper, your sleeper, well, you 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 and NC Nick are on the same page. Taking LSU, you scumbag fucks. You guys are just scumbag fucks. Look. It's chasing the dollar, Coach O style. It's not us. I'm just saying it's it's probably gonna happen. No, no, no. They're a Watch fucking out. good team. Frank Martin and South Carolina were horrible last year. Very rarely do I feel like they're horrible two years in a row. That's what we're doing on this podcast. It's a betting podcast. We chase the dollars. <laughs> That's true. But you, you weren't chase your on, little fantasies. Over you weren't there. caught on an FBI wiretap trying to fucking. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Fair enough. You know they chase the dollar a little too hard. But but then again, then again, your girlfriend might have caught you on a wiretap. No one, no one, your guy's situation. You yeah, crazy that's bastards. That's all we do. I'm taking Florida as the favorite. I'm taking South Carolina as the dog. You guys are, uh, oh, you're going to Auburn and LSU is a dog. NC Nick's going Florida and LSU is a dog. And guys, this is, a, we're, this is all we're going to do right now. This, we're, this is going, we're too late. There's other things I could talk in Zaga. We could Can talk we go St. preseason Mary's. national champion pick here. All right. Fire away. Hot shot. I didn't ask NC Nick, so I can't, I can't. I don't think I'm that. even ready to answer the question. All right, so we'll answer it on the next fucking question or the next podcast. Okay. I'll get that prepped you up. For you. I don't want to answer you, that you, question. How are you going to pose that without net with you fucking, you just robbed a I, bank with a gun with no bullets. You piece of shit. <laughs> All right. Look, this is the burrito eating sideline son of a bitch podcast ruining <laughs> piece uh, of shit that yeah. you all know and love. 
guys, what you can really do, honestly, we're excited. We're delighted that college basketball is back. Please leave us an iTunes review. Talk about how you're excited. Talk about, Hey, whatever the fuck you want to talk about. Talk about how you like us or you hate us. We just want some good reviews. Really? That's how we make our money. And I'm not asking for much. You know what I mean? I wouldn't be in stand up comedy if I'm asking for much fucking money. All right. I go and eat shit five days a week. All right. And that's independent of the comedy. Yeah. yeah. He just does that for fun. Yeah. I just take mud out on a walk. Well, and then I go find Colombian pussy and I try to eat her asshole. No, I'm joking. Um, (laughs) sort of. Um, (laughs) but if you can go to sports, if you can go to sports gambling podcast.com, check out all of our great content going on there. And if you can uh, go to sports gambling podcast network, search it in the iTunes, leave us a good review. It means more than you realize guys. I, I don't mean to do shtick and do this every week, but I'm telling you, it means more no, than no, you realize. It helps. Yeah. Uh, Amazon. Did we get that one in? Yeah, we have an Amazon. I mean, we have our merch on Amazon. Go to the sports gambling podcast.com. Get the link for amazon.com. Yeah. I know every single one of you is going to buy something on Amazon this well, week. And why probably. not buy our, buy our sweatshirts? Yeah. Buy our sweatshirts. Buy, buy the merch. Swag yourself out with the college yeah. experience gear, which is fucking comfortable as hell and styling. And I guarantee you after that, right after you're going to hag yourself out because all these hot little hags are going to come try to get a piece of your ass. And then based on that shirt, you're going to thank us and you're going to listen to more episodes. But seriously, guys, find us on Twitter, the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. We are the SGP or wait, the SGP Network. Yes, the SGP Network is our Twitter feed. Patty C's on Twitter at Patty C831. NC Nick's on Twitter at NC underscore Nick. And I'm on Twitter at the Colby D. Guys, this is the college experience. Patty C, do you want to say anything else? Hey. Go Dukes in football, but go Dukes <laughs> this fucking Sunday against those. Freaking Cavalier douchebags wannabes, right? And light your tiki torches. You're damn right. Harrisonburg coming at your They're gonna lose by thirty, bro. You're out of your mind, bud. UVA, you know, East Carolina's got busted their nuts. They busted their fucking uh, proverbial nuts. UMBC can do it. Why can't JMU? You're damn right. There you go. You're damn right. Guys, this is the college experience. We appreciate you. And we'll be there with you throughout the entire college football and college basketball season. Well, year round, we're a year round thing, but this is our strength. This is where we go to the gym. We're lifting nonstop. All right. We're on uh, what's that fucking Royd shit. I don't know. P 2075. Yeah. Yeah. Tom Brady bullshit. This is the college experience. We pre- appreciate each and every one of you, including Evan Williams that I'm drinking. This is the college experience. <laughs> You better start thinking about yours. And we out. Finally spring, and I'm saying goodbye snow, hello adventure. And during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, you can get epic deals on your favorite Honda model. Ready to get rugged? Then take the off-road in an all-wheel drive Honda SUV, like the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, or redesigned Ridgeline. Want to take a spring road trip? Then check out a fuel-efficient turbocharged Civic or Accord. Say goodbye to winter and hello to a new Honda. Don't miss huge savings during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event. Now at your local Honda dealer.